Cutting to the ball in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Sitting on a sunny Sunday afternoon, basking the warm glow of an England victory at the World Cup. This will call be over and we'll be out by the time this makes it. <laughs> but at the minute, we're no. basking in the warm glow. Remember, it's time to get on the hype train. It's coming home. They've won two. Oh, Spirit of 66. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're fucking gonna shit on Spain if we play them. Ah. Are they still good? Are they still the best? They haven't been great. Ah, shows you how much of a full-time football fan I am. Yes. Or not. <laughs> but we have a we have an interesting topic today. We do. It's the um, the Kildoza rampage. Yeah. And we will get into that later on. But first, we're gonna do some weird news. Yep. If this is your first episode, don't be alarmed. This may take half an hour or so. And then we'll crack on with the main sort of thrust of today's episode. Thrust. And have we got some full Alex at the end? We have. Fantastic. Hey, the most popular game show in this flat. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening in the world of weird this I've, I've got a bit of a true crime. Oh, awesome. Yeah. This one's stun, unfortunately. Oh. Um, Dr. Opiate Cop Probe. Families call. For Dr. Opiate, quotation marks, that's not actually her professional name. That makes me think of like Dr. Octopus, but he's got fucking hypodermic needles instead of robot arms. Oh, Dr. That's Dr. Dr. Opiate. <laughs> Just drugs you and that's it. Smoking ain't in, fucking touch me. The first taste is free. <laughs> After that. Uh, keep coming back to Dr. Opiate. He's a doctor, he'd know how to make the best shit. Exactly, they have all the best drugs. Yeah, well, this one's got some sort of interesting. <laughs> okay, sorry, drugs. Her I name got... is Jane Barn, and she's to face a police investigation as a report to be released blaming her for up to 833 overdose deaths. Jesus, it's nearly a thousand people. Is that. Is this in England? Than... Yeah, is that more oh, than Shipman? Yeah. Wow, that is up there with Dr. Shipman, isn't it? It is. Yeah. The retired GP has been accused of loading elderly patients with fatal doses of diamorphine, the medical name for heroin in the 1990s. At least they went down a high. Yeah. You they know. went before their time. Ah, they were old. They're patients. They're elderly patients. <laughs> they're only clogging up the NHS anyway. In her defence, yeah, she could have been just trying to clear up some beds. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right then. For young people. <laughs> That's the mentality yeah. with that fucking NHS at the moment. <laughs> hands of the bastard Tories. <laughs> That's what it's come to. Yeah. Teresa's fault. Basically. She put the drugs in Dr. Opiate's hands. <laughs> a fucking nighter after this. Well, actually, this is, this is in the 90s, so Labour would have been in. Oh, how come she only just been, it's only just coming to light. Well, yeah. Labour didn't get into 1997. Well, all right then, so there's still a chance. Yeah, well, new Labour were just as bad as fucking Tories, weren't they? Let's face Are it. you mocking St. Tony? <laughs> yeah, he's one, of, he's one of the patron saints of this show. Middle Eastern peace <laughs> philanthropist of the year, noted <laughs> war criminal. Is are you mocking him? Save the children, patron of the year. <laughs> Who are our four patron saints? Or was there uh, three? St. Ike, St. Alex and St. Tony. Yeah, the holy trinity <laughs> of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, bless him. So, so how, let's get to the bottom of this yeah. story then. So, heartbroken families have called for a retired GP to face a police probe after she was accused of being responsible for up to 833 overdose deaths. Dr. Jane Barton dubbed Dr. Opiate, and that's fucking original, thank you, thank you, the son, allegedly prescribed fatal doses of dimorphine in the medical name of Heron during her time at Gosport War Memorial Hospital in the 1990s. Oh, hang on. that's new to me. The medical name for heroin is diamorphine. Mm. Yeah. That sounds a lot less scummy, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. fucking diamorphine, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than fucking bag, Ed, isn't it? Mm. You know what I mean? That sounds quite classy. All, all our painkillers come from heroin. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, there's the opiate epidemic in America, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I was telling my friend about that the other day. Fentanyl, is it? Yeah, but because literally middle class, decent working people Mm -hmm. have got so addicted to these um, prescribed opiates that then the doctors took them off it. Yeah. And they've been left with no choice but to turn to street heroin. Yeah. Well, like, what the fuck? The thing is, fentanyl is something like 50 times more powerful than heroin. Oh, man. So how much heroin are you taking? Well, that's it. That's why people are dying. Well, yeah. they're overdosing. Yeah. You can't take too much. It's it one is. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Take too much I've, I've of that. I've seen train I know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. I don't, it's just popped into my head because we're talking about heroin. But do you remember that really famous, fucking awful, tragic photograph of a... The mother had found her daughter in a flat, slumped over, dead. Ever see it? It's horrible. And they released the picture to just kind of show Mm -hmm. people the tragicness of heroin addiction. It is literally a young girl slumped over, dead on the floor of a flat, like kneeling. Yeah, she took the hit, died right there. Isn't the problem with overdoses not they're taking too much? It's the shit that they put in it, isn't it? I imagine it's a combination of Mm. the two, to be honest. Because I bet if you had some really good, pure, strong shit, you wouldn't be filling the syringe with that, would you? Well, you don't want too much of it. most 50% baby laxatives, isn't it? Yeah, well, they mix it with all, yeah. all kinds of poison and crap. Rat um, poison, some people do. I mean, yeah. that's just asking for trouble. <laughs> that's a bad batch of smack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I've been listening to Doug Stanhope's book, and uh, he helped his mother in an assisted suicide. She took, I think it was 90 morphine pills. Wow. Apparently it took a long time to A, swallow the pills... And then it it wasn't quick. She wasn't in any any kind of pain mm. at all. She got ninety pills of morphine in her mm. leg. But yeah, it's not. I don't think there's any easy way to go, really. You know, mm, that lethal injection in Switzerland doesn't seem so bad. I guess. But then there's a whole lead up to that where you've been imprisoned and you know. It's not nice, is it? No, you're going to dignitas and you know. You, oh, I thought you meant in prison. No, no, the prison ones. Uh, I don't like fuck. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, Dignitas. Yeah, I wouldn't mind some of that. I don't know, if I'm terminally ill, I'm becoming a smacker. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that rat poison smack! <laughs> People do it for far less good you know reasons I mean? than If you've got, like, the doctor says you've got, like, two months to live and you're in agony, fuck it, I'm going out. Mm. Going out, fucking tripping my face off, yeah. you know. <laughs> tripping balls. Yeah. I've always said, like, if, if I ever get the diagnosis, touch wood, you know, that I don't, sorry, bang the mic. Uh, if I ever get that diagnosis, so it's terminal, I'm not going to be one of those heroic people who faces it bravely and raises lots of money and does like, I'm going to do 30 marathons in 30 days. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be bitter. I'm going to be pissed off at the world and you're not going to want to be around me for those last couple of years because I am going to drink and swear and say whatever I want and just be an angry little bastard. Yeah. A dying angry little bastard. Why would I want to run 30 marathons in 30 days? It's not benefiting me, is it? You're raising money, Ben. You're a hero. You're an inspiration. No, I want to die in two years. (laughs) 
Because your legacy will live on. What legacy? I raised a few quid that's probably been spent on admin costs for <laughs> fucking charity. Yeah. Well, I've always said I did work for a charity. I probably shouldn't say the name. But yeah, I worked for a charity and um, it did amaze me when you looked at the car park at head office. Right? You know, everyone was getting paid very well, let's yeah. say. You know? So we have had a massive detour. We have. Should we get back to yeah. Dr. Dr. Opiate? Opiate. Um, a major £13 million investigation examining 833 death certificates the 69-year-old signed will be published on Wednesday, the Sunday Times reported. James Jones, the former Bishop of Liverpool who chaired the Hillsborough Independent Panel, led the probe of which questions why so many patients died and how the authorities responded to complaints. The report focuses on allegations which claim patients were almost routinely given strong painkillers in high doses, which in some cases led to their death. The GP inquiry is not expected to turn the case over to the police, so she could get away with it. Mm. What? Well, what? I'm confused. So is she a Harold Chipman-style monster, or was she trying to put people out of their misery? Well, that's the thing, but that was uh, just a one 1999, Mike, so it was St. Tony's Mob in church. Yeah. Oh. Yet more blood on his hands! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grieving families are now calling for criminal proceedings if individuals are held responsible. The family of former naval officer Stan Carby, who was just 65 when he died, within 24 hours of being admitted to rehabilitation following a series of mini-strokes, called for a full probe into Dr Barton's actions. Uh, his daughter, Cindy Grant, said the police never concluded a proper investigation into our allegations and it's time they looked at bringing criminal proceedings against those responsible. I think they ought to immediately look again at the case of Dr. Jane Barton, under whose care so many died. Maybe she was just a really shit doctor. Yeah. That must happen. No, no, I think they know, Ben. I mean, you're a doctor, <laughs> I think you know how much you're prescribing to people. If you're over-prescribing, and then they die, I mean, if it happens once, it's happened like fucking hundreds of times. Eight hundred times. Three times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I fuck up at work. Regular, but not 800 <laughs> fucking times, and nobody's life is in my hands, you know? Uh, yeah. So yeah, what what do you think? Is she a monster or is she a, is she an angel of death? Is she putting these little old dears who are in pain? I think that it always starts off as the angel of death and ends up with some mm. kind of sadistic enjoyment for it. That power of life and death, the power kick. Yeah. That's where I think that's where it ultimately ends up. Plus, also, you don't have to take your prescription. Oh, no, she's administering it. Oh, she, oh yeah, shit! She's in the she, hospital. She but. has physically yeah. with her yeah. hands. Oh, okay, that's she's, a different story then. Yeah. yeah. She's a she's Mrs. Shipman, yeah, isn't she? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Oh, imagine so. if her and Doctor Shipman got together yeah. and made a Doctor Baby. <laughs> well, that's unlikely because he's dead. Oh yeah, <laughs> he hung himself, didn't he? No, made oh, it a trial. Oh, yeah, hung himself in his cell. Well, you know. Or did he? <laughs> or did he make? Oh. Or did he have a sex change? Oh shit! Her? <laughs> she, in all, you know, in the with the best will in the world, old Doctor Opiate there has got a mean case of man face. <laughs> she's, she ain't pretty. No, so maybe it's Shipman without the beard. Is it? Look, if we were proper journalists and we had some technology, we could do some side by side um, comparisons mm. of the facial structures of Shipman and Dr. Opiate. But yeah, um, we, have, so we can't be asking. <laughs> we if you're I'm listening, a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gaz has got a joint on the coat. Mike's sat here doing the computer. I mean, yeah. we haven't got time for that shit. What's the Nobody motto? Got time for that shit. <laughs> What's the motto of the show? You listener are the fact checker, not us. I thought the motto of the show was "Don't join a cult." 
<laughs> hey, oh! Hey, breaking fucking news! Oh, go on. Gaz has got a cult member. Oh, that's a fucking good one. One member <laughs> has inboxed me. That's one more cult member than you. I'm not trying to start a cult. <laughs> Maybe a cult of personality around me, perhaps, but not a, not a full on cult. One member. Admittedly, I haven't actually received her £2.50 membership fee. But she said, yeah, <laughs> she was interested. Little bit, I did send you a screenshot of the message. Little yeah. bit disturbed that she referred to me as mine Führer. That's something you need to clamp down on. Yeah, uh, I... <laughs> you don't want that comparison. <laughs> so my cult is a Nazi free zone. It's not that sort of cult at all. It's just a sort of cult where I take your money <laughs> tax free, two pound fifty, and one person at a time. Ah. And of course, I have joined a legitimate cult now. Oh yeah, what's I'm this? I'm a cult member. Wait, what's the name of the cult? The Temple of the Jedi Order. Hey! I want to learn to become a Jedi. That's <laughs> a cult. That's just a Jedi. Well, it's a religion, but it's it's a. It's, it's a not a religion. It's a culty religion. It's not a religion. It's, what, it's, it can be classed as a cult. Are there physical churches are, you yeah, can go there to? Are. Really? Yeah. No, I'm up for cult. Based in you. Texas, I don't know how. Oh, many oh right, that's a bit of a trek. Uh, I don't know how many are England like, but none probably. You could start. You could start one. one. I could start one. There that you would, go. That's like immediate promotion to master. There you go. Jedi master, son. <laughs> <laughs> I will be starting my train to become a Jedi Knight soon. What? what? <laughs> Pray tell. What does that basically? Involve? Have you got to go find a green midget and piggyback him round? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I wish it was that. That would be awesome. <laughs> green midget. <laughs> You're gonna paint a little person green and yeah. carry him round in a shitty rucksack through the woods. Is that what your fucking training is? Pretty much. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> From what I can gather, it's basically mm. like a philosophy degree. Eh? Hey, it could be. It's, it's it's it sounds interesting. There uh, are definitely the most pointless type of degree. No, no. Listen, I'm all jokes aside. There are honestly much worse ways to spend your time. Than learning the philosophy of a Jedi. That's it. So I've yeah. got a Jedi Knight dressing gown. Okay. Can I join too? You can join. You can sign up online. You're basically Luke fucking Skywalker, mate. You've got the robes. <laughs> exactly. I'm more of an Obi Wan. Okay. Have you got a Have you got a plastic one? I am actually. But sadly, it's a Sith one. It's a Darth Vader replica. Well, can't you turn a, a bad saber good? Do I have to have a why, why can't a good Jedi have a red saber? Maybe they just like the colour. But that saber will be responsible for the physical murder of a lot of people, won't it? And you'll be, will it not be carried through some of the remnants of that? Uh, you know, will you not be tainted by its evil? No, I'm a Jedi Master eventually, and I be all right. Well, I could, go, I could go Sith. Nothing well, that's no good. <laughs> I was about to say there's nothing wrong with that. There really and then, is. And then kill everyone in Mike's court. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. Here's a challenge. Then I want. You to set up the Jedi Order, the first one in the UK, a physical temple can be here, your flat. Ben, at your place, you start the UK's first Sith temple. Yeah. And we give it six months or 12 months, see who gets the most uh, people living well, at the house. Have, I can only have one other person. They, they can go in the shed, the garden. <laughs> no, I can only have one other person, there's only ever two Sith. Ah, yes. Well, but there is more than two. Well, there's only two at a time, isn't mm. there? There's gonna be, they don't gang around in big groups. 
Okay. Well, they fuck, used to. Fuck my idea then. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be a very selfish call because I'd probably be deposed as top Sith because that's the only way you get to be top Sith yeah. is to kill the guy that trained you, isn't it? That's you, it. That's yeah. basically it. Isn't You'd it? have to sleep with one eye open. Exactly. You? You're gripping my pillow tight. So <laughs> <laughs> um, being a Sith actually sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. It's. It's. I mean, it's. You get more power quicker. Right, yeah. With a Jedi, you take years mm. to get to that. You just get it quick because you're cheating in a way. Yeah. And you get a cool red light saber or that double-ended saber, Ooh, which is that's pretty. That cool. was that's pretty. Do you remember the first time you saw that? Yeah. Fire up in the trailer. Yeah, and it was wow. much better than fucking Kylo Ren's shitty one that sounds like he's gonna conk out oh, all the time. No, but I like that though because it's homemade. Yeah, but it sounds like he's gonna conk out. He's exactly. Like engine troubles. Because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, does he? Well, he must know. I like that. taught him, didn't he? No, I think that's a nice little story touch I do. And because it's so, and the two things coming out the side, you'll know what it's actually called on a sword. A is it the hilt? hilt? Yeah. Ah, right. It's a not a hilt. It's, and, yeah. it's not a hilt it, on Kylo's. It's just, it's so crudely made that it, they're sort of exhausts. Oh, right. It's kind of like spitting out energy. I suppose you could punch him in the face with it, though, couldn't you? That'd do some damage. Lightsaber their eye out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Kylo. Uh, yeah, so anyway. So in a year's time, I could be sitting here a Jedi Knight. Officially? Yeah. Officially? Right, well, put that on your CV. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the census, I did put Jedi as my religion. Yeah, but it wasn't officially accepted as a religion. Well, it doesn't matter. Census. You just wasted your time writing Jedi. Hey, hang on, so the government are fucking dictating what's a religion yeah. and what isn't? How dare they? And they, they have actually, they've been in the news, because last year, mm. they, I think they, they wanted to become a religion for... Obviously, tax-free status. Yeah, it all comes down to tax-free status. <laughs> and the British government declined it. Oh, Bastards. well, they need some richer members, and they get it. Mm. I mean, what harm are they going to do? It's not as if you're going to be hearing about on the news, like, um, <laughs> today, six Jedis in a transit van ran down and killed 13 innocent people on a busy Birmingham street. <laughs> it's just not going to... No. They're you, fucking Jedis. Leave them to it. They can do what they want. and love, it? And yeah. you've only got a plastic lightsaber at best. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we'll have samurai swords or something until someone invites a, invents you a lightsaber. You can't use a samurai sword. You're cutting your fucking <laughs> leg off. You're the least likely person to wield a katana. He could learn. I could learn. You could, but it takes years. Mm. So does everything. That's it. Everything worth doing. You know, you've got to put the time and effort in. Yeah, I watched I mean, Creed last night. One oh, punch, yeah. one round. No, shit, I've got it wrong. One step, one punch, one round at a time. You know, that's how Mike does it. One swing at a time. One <laughs> practice session at a time. And hopefully he won't yeah. lose any limbs. He's going to lose a limb. <laughs> <laughs> or is, is that how your cut got into the... <laughs> <laughs> Lightsabered off. Yeah. At least it'd be caught... Yeah. What's the word? Cauterised. Thank you. <laughs> but I sent it through that wormhole. <laughs> In the hope it would attach itself to someone else. <laughs> Find its way home. Find its way home. <laughs> Hoping the next <laughs> the next leap will be the final the leap home. <laughs> uh, so every time it comes, it just changes into someone else. <laughs> <laughs> the universe. <laughs> uh, on that note, Mrs. Mrs. Shipman, whatever her name is, yeah. Doctor Opiate, is she evil or is this some terrible misunderstanding or uh, evil? Evil. I yeah. think she probably started off with good intentions and then it ended up just being some kind of sadist kick for her. I concur. Did you have the uh, the next one? Evil bitch. You know, have you said that the demon exorcism thing was getting worse? Yeah. Well, occult exorcists say the Catholic Church makes demons worse. 
Okay. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Let's say you're a window fitter mm. and you go around smashing windows in your spare time. You're creating business for yourself, aren't That's you? That's not a bad idea, actually. You know what I mean? It's not a bad business venture. It's the same thing. If the Catholic Church are invoking demons, then who are you going to call? They're the ones that come round to... Uh, well, the Ghostbusters, obviously. Here's a question, sorry. Uh, are exorcisms free, or do you pay for them? Oh, that's a good question. So I do some real time. I oh, know I can't. My phone's doing. I was going to actually Google it then and find out. But uh, fuck it. Someone listening, Google are exorcisms free? Yeah, let us know. Even if you, if you're listening in the future, inbox us. Yeah, inbox <laughs> I don't us know. Into the past. <laughs> oh, you're messing with my mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, let's see what they say about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If the person in need of an exorcism isn't a Christian, then why do you have to call a Catholic priest? Because only Christians get possessed, obviously. Oh, is that the answer? Well, that's my answer. Okay. <laughs> well, you call the Catholic Church because I could have said they're the only game, they've got a monopoly on exorcisms. Mm, yeah. They're the only ones that believe in it. Well, uh, you've got them um, in America, you've got the sort of evangelical exorcisms. There's a show about three, still the same three hot triplets who go and uh, exorcise demons. I've seen that. It's weird. These three hot chicks. It's a porn. No. Thing you no. There's a porn version of everything. I don't think this is a porn version. They Sexicism. <laughs> the sexicist. <laughs> I'm so putting that into you, porn mate. If it's not already a thing, we're fucking copywriting that. Yeah. Fucking hell. The sexicist. You're a genius. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can't start with it. You've got no penis. Oh fuck. Ah, you could direct it. There you go. Yeah. We could be the fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> You're not fluffing me. No. Cheers, Bob. So, um, in April of this year, the Vatican held a week-long conference to train priests in the rite of exorcism. Only a week? Is that all it takes? Mike, you should join the Catholic Church. You get a week, you can be an exorcist. Yeah, to be, it to be a fair, year, to be a Jedi Knight. Exactly. <laughs> to be fair, what an exorcism, all it fucking entails is repeating chants, doesn't it, and throwing a bit of water around. Like, I mean, no. how long is it going to take? If well, it was anything longer than a few weeks, I'd be pissed off. Yeah, but you're literally battling the denizens of the underworld, <laughs> trapped in someone's flesh. Oh, that's all right, I did a week's course. I did a three-day first aid course. That's like that equivalent of that, isn't it? There's your certificate. Go out there and exercise someone. I know. Why don't you end up with like Lucifer himself on your first one? He just kicks the shit out of you. Never go back. Uh, I know how to do an exorcism. My mother does not suck cocks in hell. <laughs> She's a lovely woman. Be quiet. Boom. And when the mother's not looking, you fucking suck the girl in the face. <laughs> and she starts making all them noises. I didn't need a week in it fucking school to know that. It could just be a week off though, couldn't it? Well, yeah, I, you could just bunk off, couldn't yeah. you? It's a week of not dealing with the people that come into your fucking church and That's... do your head in with their fucking bullshit real life stories. <laughs> yeah, but now they know that they're, you're an exorcist, they might start coming in saying, I think I'm possessed. <laughs> well, I, we need to get to the bottom of whether exorcisms, exorcisms cost money because we could set up a rival firm. Yeah. There we go. Is Ghostbusters a copyrighted term? Probably. Ghost fuckers. Demon busters? No, not right. Um, demon busters. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. We get an old ambulance. <laughs> Street turning up in a fucking old ambulance. <laughs> Jumpsuits on. <laughs> and we need a token black guy. Yeah, because yeah, Mike won't black himself up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. 
That's same. good. Ben, it's good for us. We're associated with Mike. It's good if he doesn't do that. Well, I'm just... Okay, stop trying to push it on him. I just think it'd be funny. <laughs> it'd be funny watching me get beat <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uh, we've got to set up our rival firm, I think. And if the Catholic Church don't charge money for it, doesn't mean we can't. Exactly. You get what you pay for. We offer a premium service. Yeah. You know, we trained for two weeks. <laughs> Where the holy exercises? We just did a shitload of Ouija boards for a couple of weeks, and hey, we know how to do that now. Hey, we just hung around in Woodside and Brookside, which are um, areas of Telford. You know, we hung around there for a few weeks. You see some fucking demons. Yeah, but they're on crack or meth. Ah, still pretty evil. <laughs> crack demon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's where your samurai sword could come yeah. in handy if you just stab exactly. him with a heart. I mean, we haven't got nuclear containment backpacks with lasers. So, uh, baseball bat? Baseball bat and a super soaker full of holy water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or mixed with piss. Yeah. You could just bless the piss. <laughs> well, in theory, yeah. Can't you? Yeah, I think so. Because I don't think they just do You've it. you got to say the Lord's Prayer over water to bless And then it. it's holy water. Then it's holy water, yeah. Piss has got to be a, have a high water percentage in its ingredients. God's water. <laughs> piss. <laughs> Holy piss water. You're holding someone down and repeatedly pumping the super soaker full of piss into their mouth. <laughs> I'm the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Drink the piss. <laughs> See, you know how to do exorcisms. I only watched the exorcist once. Exactly. <laughs> you don't need a week's training, man. Fuck, should we try and get through this article? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they held that week-long training course, right. uh, claiming there were half a million cases of demonic possession last year in Italy alone. Wow. The Catholic Church attributes the rise of demonic activity to people dabbling in the occult, particularly through the use of tarot cards and Ouija boards. Mm. Exorcism and the Catholic Church seem inseparable, thanks to films like The Exorcist and The Exorcism of Emily Rose as well as the church's own proclamations of exclusivity. So I presume they're saying they're the only ones that can do it. Yeah. But in reality, the earliest evidence of exorcism predates Christianity by hundreds of years. I think I'll find that's most of the Christian beliefs as well. Is the word <laughs> evidence in fucking quotes? It better yeah. be. Where Let's should we scroll down and see what this uh, theistic Satanist has to say. A theistic Satanist? Yes, uh, theistic Satanist. She... Sheer Bile? Billy? Billy. It's, Billy. Got, it's got an accent oh, thing Oh yeah, so it has. He was 17 when he conducted his first exorcism, mostly out of necessity. Growing up, <laughs> there were spirits that attacked me, but I didn't have the tools to protect myself. I was a victim of these things. Yes, exorcism was the first time I fought back the no, my friend, year old told you, advice. You were the victim of mental health issues, which can be treated with pharmaceutical drugs. You were not the victim of, of, of demons attacking you, because they don't fucking exist. Am I wrong? I don't well, know. Well, we're basing the entire business plan on what they do. That's a fucking, we'd have to believe in them to take people's fucking money. That's true. Do you know what I mean? It's a con. <laughs> Just you're, like the you're fucking... Into these, you're into these cons, aren't you? I your want, cult, your, the, the demon busting service. I want to get rich quick. <laughs> for as little effort as possible. Um, you know, and if we have to rip off a few suckers in the process... Yeah, I'm done with that. You know. Demon busters. Yeah. Carry What's his me. name? Shea Billy. Yeah. Um, he encountered a dark force during an astral projection. Yeah. During the projection, I went to my grandmother's, and in the backyard, I see this gigantic, seven to eight feet tall, 
black shade of static, knife-like energy, and it started chasing me. I immediately just ran back into my body. Oh, fuck off. Soon thereafter, Billet moved into his grandmother's home, and it wasn't long before strange things started happening. Random illnesses beset his friends, uh, and family members, lights flickered on and off, and unexplained noises occurred throughout the house. I thought it had to do with the entity that I had encountered, and it felt like a generational entity, a generational curse. Yes, I'm a cut your cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you sort of describe schizophrenia as a like generational curse? Is this schizophrenic? And there was a power cut. Yeah. These fucking people. people got, some people got ill that he knew. Oh God, I know sick people. I don't know any demons. It's mental health issues. All of this is mental health, attention seeking, and mental health. Well, I know a lot about both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, the entity was following him wherever he would go and was even encountered by his boss, an evangelical Christian, who Billet describes as magical in his own way. I bet he was. One day, <laughs> one day he came up to me and said, Hey, there's a demon in the production room! <laughs> Before describing the black shade Billet knew all too well. When's oh. that conversation? Yeah. Oh, he said a demon in the production room. Yeah, is he yeah, working yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. He, I know all about when it. When do we take the demon on when he's done? Oh, that's Johnny's part of the furniture, yeah. man. He's been haunting us for years. Yeah. Oh. Fucking load of cockwash, mm. all of it. But this guy's using Satan. He says, "This is what he says." In the name of Satan, I command you to stop. In the name of Satan, <laughs> I command this stops immediately. How can you say in the name of Satan if you're possessing, if you're trying to get rid of a demon? Isn't that a demon? Aren't they Satan's mates? Well, yeah, that's what I thought. So how can you be a Satanist ex- a, unless you go over and get the Holy Ghost out of people? You're not saying one of these people are con- contradicting themselves, are you, ben? I'm not saying that they're With attention-seeking the... uh, mentally ill people. No, guys, no, no. He's they... going against Satan's will? Yeah. They, what, that, that, how does he know yeah. that that demon wasn't just hanging around, shadowing about, being his mate? Helping him out in ways he didn't know, just because, you know, there's a demon in the house and the power keeps going off. Mm. So what? you just got a <laughs> shitty fucking electrical system, mate. Okay. <laughs> and he's trying to warn you about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't go to that circuit breaker. A week later, Grandpa electrocutes yourself in the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Should have listened yeah. to the Should've demon. Listen. Should have listened to the demon. Oh, man. Uh, I've had oh, a little bit toaster. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure we've discussed it before, but as we know, None of us have any short-term memory or long-term for that matter. No, don't know why. No, we did the last Alex Jones twice yeah. in the spin. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so, so what are your feelings on demons? Um, I, I think it's bullshit. Isn't it? It's uh, Me it's too. just people who are mentally ill. But if there's a way to make a quick book out of it, I'm in. Look, Me I'm too. not saying there might be something out there, you know, on the other side, as it were, whatever that side might be, dimensions, whatever. Mm. I will go for that it could be multidimensional entities passing through. Well, I'm into the... I'm a believer of the multiverse, I think. So, yeah, maybe there's some slippage between dimensions and realities. Yeah. But let's it's face, not like... Let's face it. But it's like, they're into the mess of reptiles that control the world. Let's <laughs> 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 something nice. <laughs> the queen's a fucking lizard, so... But, no, uh, I, I just think it's attention-seeking mental health issues. But I do also know I've had people who I otherwise consider to be perfectly sensible and sane, convinced that they've had a ghost experience, a ghost dog barking in the wall, somebody told me once, but... It's like it's the dog it down the road the, 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 the next door dog. <laughs> the, well, the house is empty, to be fair, but it, uh, I don't know. Could be a jackal. 
I, I don't believe ghosts. Interdimensional lizards that pretend to be the queen. I'm up for that. You know, secret military bases underground. Yeah. Kelly Hopkins will encounter. No. Um, <laughs> Humanzies. You know, but ghosts. No. Not having it. I'm afraid. No. I'm, Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get scared shitless by a, a fucking parrot demon from hell. But until that day, no. Oh man, I no. mean, he used to say they're not aliens. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but why are they just switching the lights on and off? <laughs> I think it's, maybe it's, maybe their being there interferes with electricity somehow. Okay, or I, maybe it's Morse code for take me to your <laughs> leader. <laughs> I, I just, I just think if you're a demon, you got better things to do than to piss around with someone's electrics. You could be out there causing havoc, doing demony shit. There are cooler things to do, aren't there? So I'm just going to fuck with this guy's electrics for a bit and just wind yeah. him up. They possess people, don't they? Yeah. So instead of fucking about with Billy no-fucking-buddy over here, flicking his lights on and off and making him feel schizophrenic, you could be inhabiting the body of like, the world's biggest rock star, <laughs> porn star, anybody. Anybody's body. Yeah. You'd have the time of your life. From Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not now. <laughs> I don't know. Probably still gets more than your average human right. half his age. Hang on, isn't he dead? No. Nah, he's still alive. Ron Jeremy? Ooh, I'm not sure. He could be, but I'm, 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 I'm not sure really. I seem to record him with him dying. I don't know what you're talking about. Who's Ron Jeremy? <laughs> he's a... I know who he is. I'm <laughs> pretending I don't. I don't watch such filthy things. Should we move on then? Yeah, yeah. fuck the demon, man. Uh, this one's fun. Uh, the toy UFO taking off showers for teaching kids that the Nazis had achieved space travel. <laughs> or, or do they just not want us to know that they achieved uh, space travel? What's the toy, man? It's a flying saucer with um, guns on it and Nazi symbol. Uh, well, the, the German Iron Cross symbol, which the Luftwaffe used. Okay, but, but there's no Nazi symbols on it, though, is it? No, yeah. but it's still shooting down... Uh, it's not the Nazi We've symbol. seen pictures of prototypes of this uh, Nazi style flying saucer thing haven't we they're yeah. never real but they're like designs for yeah. you know so it's called a I think that's awesome two. Oh, that's a cool yeah. model man yeah it is so that so that white cross thing is um is Nazi it's, associated that was, that, that, it, it's German associated it's like it's a universal okay. symbol for the German look you know like RRAF mm. has the round rules yes and okay. the American Air Force has the star mm. that's like their version but, of that the little cross iron cross thing German doesn't mean Nazi, does it? No, but they, it was shooting down American bombers on the illustration on the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But they're, you know, they're not from any particular country, are they? I, just... I think they look like B-29s, in all fairness. Okay. Well... I wouldn't know. I'm not an aviator, but... I think I'll just Ben on that one. I think it looks cool. Yeah, Ben's the resident military yeah. uh, expert. So, But I think it's a cool-looking model. It Six, is. 69 parts. Hey, my favourite number. Um... 20 centimetres long. The Hanabu 2. Should have been in 666 parts. So some, mm. so probably one person complained about this and the entire fucking line's been taken off the shelves. Well, toys and models manufacturer Revel, based in North Rhine, Westphalia, has announced that one of their models, an aircraft described as a war machine during the Nazi period, will no longer be produced. A spokesperson from Revel said on Monday that the company will stop manufacturing and distributing the product Adding the criticism of it is absolutely justified. Oh, so they didn't figure that out in the planning meeting. What, what, what you got, Bob? Oh, sorry, what have you got, Hans? 
Mm. Well, you got this week. Oh, I've got this um, flying saucer with the Iron Cross on it. It's, look at the box art. It's fucking easy. It's shooting down B-29 bombers. It looks like that famous Nazi flying saucer. It looks like a Nazi flying saucer. Yeah, let's make that. Uh, but I just failed to see... Okay, it might be in bad taste, but what... I mean, what harm comes from a few people? I mean, how many of these fucking models are they actually going to sell? And what sort of people glue together models? You know, people like me. But, yeah, uh, I've yeah. done that as well. Yeah, sad people. I'm, I'm actually tempted to go and buy this. Yeah, that, mate, the price of that will have fucking skyrocketed yeah. because of all this and it being in the news and it being mm. recalled. It'll be on eBay for fucking silly money. But they did design these things, didn't they? So it, it, yeah. it was in the planning stage. They designed, and whether or not they got them to work or not is a completely different well, episode. Yeah. Or did they? Well. I've seen those mm. documentaries. I've seen Iron Sky. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I did see like a teaser for Iron Sky too, but I don't know whatever. Yeah, um, it's something to do with the Hollow Earth. Ah, yes. I remember seeing Hitler riding a dinosaur. Or a Nazi riding a dinosaur. Well, why not? Yeah, like a pet one. Um, I like a pet dinosaur, that'd be sweet. Chris Pratt did it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, because you made me watch the movie Threads for our most recent <laughs> um, movie episode, which is the most depressing film of all time. When next time it's my turn to choose a movie, mm-hmm. have you ever seen that? I can't remember what it's called. It's got Whoopi Goldberg in it and she stars with a dinosaur oh from space. Oh, my God. Theodorus Rex or something. I, I know that. But I'm never aware of that. Oh, yeah. well, I'm it, it, you watch it. it was a major flop. Yeah, because it was dog shit, but <laughs> I'm making you watch it. Oh, thanks. Am I going to sit there and take narrative on that? Yes, you've got to sit there and make your meticulous notes like you do about the fucking Whoopi Goldberg alien dinosaur movie because you maybe watch the fucking... I didn't Mike, make you watch Mike Threads. Mike made me watch that Next one, do Dust Boot. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next one... All right, then I'll pick the next Downfall. one. Downfall. Oh, no, it'll be the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. It's six hours fucking long and you've got making the notes. <laughs> it's in two parts. <laughs> oh, no. That's at least four episodes. <laughs> and you two are making the notes for that. <laughs> I like the Romans though, it's quite interesting. It's a very good film. Yeah. Are there shorter ones though? No. Okay. It's the well, old epics when you didn't have CGI, you just got 10,000 blokes dressed up in the uniforms and told to hit each other. Yeah, good start. Good times. People used to die during making films back in the day. Yeah, but well, you know, Ben Hur. All worth it. That's a myth. That's all worth it. Is that a myth? <laughs> I don't know if that's a myth or not, the Ben Hur deaths. Maybe, I can't remember. Wasn't it a chariot? Uh, yeah, accident? the chariot race, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. So what's um, the story yeah, in this the, story, that the, they just fucked up? Yeah, well, the German Children's Protection Association and the <laughs> Military History Museum in Dresden had previously criticised the... Pro- oh, sorry. <laughs> bit windy. Uh, professionalism. <laughs> I had to belch. It just happened. I couldn't stop it. Uh, criticised the product for its inaccurate representation of history. So in its product description, the toy is called a round aircraft and the first object in the world capable of flying in space. The description goes on to say the aircraft can fly up to speeds of 6,000 kilometres an hour and was not produced after its test phase in 1943 due to the Second World War. Did um, they put that... You must have a little product description, yeah. yeah they put that little bit in the end, that caveat, not produced. Yeah. Just developed but not produced. What's the problem with that then? Because you're they're marketing it... Are they, the thing is... Are they talking about the actual model or yeah. the real Nazi one? Well, this is it. Are they marketing it as a mm. fantasy model? Or mm. are they marketing it as, like, this is, we make historical aircraft kits and this is our next kit? To be fair, if you're a kid and you see that model and it makes you think that, oh, we must have had flying space yeah, military Yeah, the, the Germans sources. had flying, flying you're a sources. fucking idiot and we haven't got to worry about that kid. 
Because, come on, even the least educated child. I mean, what's the age range on this uh, model kit? Can't be kids under like five or six because of small parts. It's or 69 parts. So, come on, if you're fucking 10 years old and you think there's. It's a level four model. Yeah, so come on, all right, if you're 12 years old and you think that the Nazis had fucking space saucers that actually worked and that B-12 bombers went into space and had space battles with them, then fuck you, you don't, we haven't got to worry about them. They're not probably gonna... half the population, to be fair. <laughs> no, they're not that <laughs> stupid, are they? <laughs> are they? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. For but, once, I was being the positive yeah. one. Uh, you know. I don't know, maybe not half. But the Germans aren't very touchy about shit like this, aren't they? Understandably, uh, you know. in all fairness. So they've probably seen that and gone, oh, that ain't right. Don't like that. You're glorifying the Nazis, aren't you, effectively? Yeah, but I don't think it does any but fucking harm. It was, harm. A, it was a... an actual machine that was designed. It was designed, but whether or not they actually got a model, a, a yeah, working okay. prototype or not is a different matter. Well, I can, I'll have objection to the, the wording then. That's just the description on the toy box. That's what yeah. it says. That's what they're marketing it as. They should have said this, you know, straight out the, the gate, this was never actually made, but it was in design. Well, you can mock up all the designs you want. It's just, it's just like a table, isn't it? It's not a physical thing. But they probably weren't expecting the... They underestimated the pussification of the modern world and just how fucking touchy everybody is. And they probably thought, oh, it's not going to be a problem, we don't sell that many models. But it's a fucking... It's clickbait, it's a news story, someone's offended. Somebody's pissed their pants because... The German Children's Protection Association. Feelings are being hurt, you know, and we all know how dangerous that is. Oh, you're Nazi. Yeah, I am. So get it off the shelves. Don't let anyone have their fun building their models because some little fucker got their feelings hurt about your pretend Nazi spaceship. It's fucking ridiculous. There's things that... Don't they have, like, immigration problems and some, like, serious stuff happening in Germany, mm-hmm. right? You know, I'm not the world's No, the crime rate's actually gone down. Oh, OK. But Trump claimed it had gone up. Oh, yeah, maybe I'm falling for the propaganda, but, like... What I'm saying is it's got to be more important fucking things. Well, I mean, there's children being locked in cages and... You know, oh, in sort of not. internment camps. They're going in the reggae box. I wasn't actually going to do a reggae box this week cause I was quite thrilled about the World Cup, but that has annoyed me. Mm-hmm. I want to deny it. But the thing is, I thought, by the time this has gone to air, that would have sorted itself out. The World Cup? No, the oh. children locked in German camps. Oh, I don't know. I no, think that's quite continue, a deep... I, think. I thought Donny had stopped it now. I don't think he has, has he? I don't know. What do you oh, do? No, 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 sorry, no. He's locking the kids up with their parents that's, now. He's not uh, separating yeah, them. It. Yeah, still locking them in cages, but... With their mum and dad. Uh, you, know. And you know, you had people on CNN and that, mm. the news stations in America, fucking trying to defend that. Trying to defend that policy. Yeah. Well, they have to. That's the nature of party politics, isn't it? They've, they've got to go in there. That's some cold shit, man. Well, they're cold fucking people, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm some not defending reptile it. shit, that is. There you go, they're it's your reptile off, brain. They've locked the kids in the cages to feed off the, the organ energy. Yep. Right? Which powers the reptilians. That's what That's it is. There you go, I've just solved this problem. I believe that more than I believe fucking ghosts and demons. You want me saying that when we're demon busters? <laughs> we, oh, our badge could have like a little red dude with horns and like the circle and the cross through him. There you go. Yeah. As long as it's not too close to the, um, you know. No, we'll put some flames around it. Yeah, cool. there you go. A flaming cross with the line through mm. it. There you go. Right, we'll get there. I think we should work on, first we should, before we worry about the logo, actually getting the funds to buy the X ambulance to drive around in. Well, we should use your works van. Um, 
Uh, okay, I guess. I don't know if it's insured for um, exorcism purposes, but... We're not going to do the exorcism in the van. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, used to, I'm, I'm used to kidnapping people and putting them in the back of the van, as you've stated. On many previous... Yes, my murder mattress. All that dry blood. <laughs> Me, love, I think you, you've got a demon inside you. Well, you will have in a minute. Step into the back of the van. You know, we'll just use it to transport all our super soakers and bottles of piss about. For the record... I use it to deliver hardware and DIY supplies, not murder prostitutes, okay? You're a professional driver, we're always going to level that accusation at you. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> See, <laughs> I really like that model. I'm I me really, too. And I really like the artwork on the box, I think it's fucking sweet. Me too. I think it's an overreaction as usual. Yep. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's a non story. Yeah, so that's the weird news for this week. So far, we're not doing it more at the end. Yeah, we've got something at the end. Should take no, a break. Should take a piss break. And we'll be back to discuss the Killdozer Rampage. Killdozer. And we're back. So let's talk about the Killdozer Rampage of June the 4th, 2004. Uh, it took place in Granby, Colorado by a guy, a guy called Marvin John Hemeyer. Not He-Man. <laughs> he did a pretty He-Man-ish... Nah, no he didn't. Sorry, yeah. that joke didn't work yeah. at all. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he lived. Uh, he'd been living in Grand Lake, Colorado, which is 16 miles away from Granby, for 10 years, and he owned a muffler repair shop. Now, I didn't look into this, but I'm pretty sure mufflers and just exhaust. Yeah, it's something to do with the exhaust. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah muff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, apparently, it was quite strange that he moved up there because he had no family at all in that area, which. So it may be a clean break. Uh, am I wrong in saying, isn't it something like population of about 1,500 or something like that? Yeah, not it's a, not a big town. Very small town. So, yeah, but, you know, some people just want to escape. Yeah. Starting Maybe that life. was the only opportunity for the business there. That's true. No one had a muffler repair shop in... Uh, there we go. Cheap property. Um, had no family in the area, but was described as a likeable person. And his brother did say, because he did have a brother, said that he would bend over backwards for anybody. <laughs> I think recent. I think the events of this episode will show us that that's completely different. Um, this all kind of starts uh, in 1992 when he bought two acres of land to build a muffler shop. He also then arranged to sell that land because he bought it for quite cheap to a guy called Cody Duchef to build a concrete uh, manufacturing plant. But he, he uh, Marvin kept on raising the price on him. So after some legal wrangles, which cost him a fair bit of cash. Yeah, it can do, can it? Um, in 2001, this dragged on that long, the Zoning Commission approved the construction of the concrete plant, but he now objected because he'd been using the land for access to his muffler shop. And he even went to the went to the, the extremes of putting rusted old cars on there and shit like that, and mm. he was fined. and Trying mm. to put people off. Trying to put people off. He was a bit of a dick about it, and he was fined mm. $2,500 for violations. Well, you do the time. Right. I mean, you do the crime. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's wrong with it? <laughs> but anyway, so he then leased his company, because he's had enough, mm-hmm. to a, a trash company and sold the property several months before. Then, But two years previously, mm-hmm. because he was planning on making a road through that land to get better access to his shop, yeah. uh, he bought a bulldozer. Right. Nice big bulldozer. Yeah, because they've got, to be fair to the guy, so they're, they're building this thing and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cut off the access road that he's used to using. He says to the council, um, I'll, I will buy the equipment and the materials and build this access road myself. It yeah. won't cost you a thing. You know, that's a fairly reasonable yeah, yeah. 
approach, isn't yeah. it? Um, but they, they turn him down, and it's key because that's why the man had a very large Breakdown. bulldozer. Well, <laughs> bull, that's why he ended up with a bulldozer in his possession. How does it? It, it was bought for... Yeah, I know you. A bulldozer induced breakdown. But I mean, he had the bulldozer for sane reasons, is what I'm trying to get to. For he didn't buy the bulldozer with the intention of ever doing anything mental with it. As far as we know, he bought it intending to do their job for them yeah. in a way and find a reasonable solution to this problem. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And they yep. said, "Fuck you, buddy. Fuck you." Yes. <laughs> Notes found by investigators after the rampage, because he did take notes on, on, on in the build-up to this mm. and recorded himself, which we'll hear a bit of later on, yeah, yeah. Um, indicated the primary motivation for this epic rampage, my, my epic, yeah. <laughs> added, um, was his plan to stop the concrete plant being built next to his shop. Didn't want mm. it, even though he sold the guy the land in the first place. Mm. Um, he held several grudges over the zoning approval. He wrote, old Melvin... I was always willing to be reasonable until I had to be unreasonable. Marvin. Marvin. Sorry. sorry. But yeah. yeah. Sorry, I cut you up because that is a really good quote. It is. I like again. it. I yeah. actually quite like that. Yeah. What was it again? I was always willing to be reasonable until I had to be unreasonable. Ah, yeah, you see. Mm. Never push pushed a, him to it. Never push a good man mm. too far. Never push a man with a bulldozer too far. Yeah. Especially one of them. And if, for, the, for the listener, if you haven't um, seen the images of this, because there's video footage and plenty of images. Oh, there's been live news yeah. feed. I watched that. It was great. It, we're not talking the sort of small bulldozer that you might see on a um, housing estate construction site. We, we talk, think of the biggest earth mover. It's a beast. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a big it's, thing. It's, I've got the actual um, model here. Hang on, sorry. If anyone's... Ooh, technical. If anyone yeah, I did, I did write that down, but I can't, I can't find it. On my, oh, on this yeah, I've got it here. But it's a Komatsu D335A. So look that up. And I'll give you the specs of what... Because I haven't got the specs of it before his um, tamperings. I've got the specs of it afterwards. So we can go through those later. Yeah, definitely. Um, I quite found, found that quite interesting because he did make a really good armour for it. I mean, it's like, it was that's some thought behind it. Was it was impressive. It was impressive. This plan, anyway, took about a year and a half to enact. But old um, Melvin, Melvin or Marvin? Marvin. Marvin. Can you say Melvin? <laughs> Marvin. <laughs> Found it interesting. I was never caught. Several members of the shed. He built this in his shed, mm-hmm. and several people visited his shed. Yeah. Yeah. Not one of them passed comments of, "Hey, mm. why are you building a giant armor-plated cab for that bulldozer?" <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, wouldn't your first thought maybe be something like, "Oh, he's just—he's probably going to do some serious earth moving with that," you know? Like, my first thought would not be. He's going to go on a like five, six-hour rampage around town. Destroying buildings, I don't know. Maybe it just you can't see for looking sometimes. Well, Eve believes that somehow their vision was clouded, and some of the the quotes later on I've got, he, he thought that basically God was letting him do this. Yeah, God clouded their vision. God clouded their vision. Hmm. So he made armor plating covering the cab, the engine, and parts of the tracks, and in places this was over a foot thick. It's impressive, man. Right. Yep. It consists of concrete, a concrete mix sandwiched between sheet steel to make an ad hoc composite armour. That is a, a composite armour, because mm. you two won't know. No. <laughs> I was hoping right. you'd explain. Right. Is basically a mm. mix of materials mm-hmm. formed into armour. I, I, well, I know look, what composite means. I did look at um, what the 
so thickness of armour is on a, on a modern day main battle tank. Okay. And it's all classified because it's mm. composite armour. Mm. The makeup of it is highly classified. I mean, ours is the, the Chobham. Makes sense. Ours is called Chobham armour, and we've sold that to the Americans and probably sold it to a few NATO partners as mm. well. It's okay. made this very makes... good stuff. It's, you know, it's made of ceramics and metal. That's mm. all anyone seems to know. It's highly classified. Yeah. So he's made composite armour, so he's obviously switched on enough to know that sheet steel ain't going to cut it. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between composite armour and normal armour? Well, well, it's a mixture armor, of materials, yeah. isn't and, it? Yeah, so you... you so what's the difference between having a small layers. thick of steel because it's more mixing it with concrete? Because you can make that steel stronger by adding extra materials, mm. so you're saving on okay. weight and thickness, but you haven't got to use so much steel. Yeah, yeah so it might have, be lighter, that's so thing lighter, just as strong. Mm. But stronger. Mm. Okay, makes sense. But like I said, the Chobham armor is rumored to have mm. ceramics right. in it. But yeah, because the, the, this guy's not... Tiles? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this guy's not well, ex... form of it. He's not ex-military, is nope. he? So, he, you know, he's a smart guy to have, to have thought it through to that point and think, you know, just one foot of steel... Isn't going to be enough. Isn't going to be... Isn't going to do it, you know, and to, to layer it like that, concrete mix, steel, then concrete, then steel, like, fucking hell. You know, yeah. he's a visionary. <laughs> um, this made the killdozer impervious to small arms fire and resistant to explosives. More than 200 rounds were fired at it mm. with no effect. And later on, three external explosions. Mm. Yeah, One of the plans I heard was to have Hellfire helicopters. Yes, we'll get to that. Yes. <laughs> um, for visibility, because obviously he's encased in this, there is no mm. door. Yeah. No window. He's made well. He's made himself three gun ports. Yeah. But he ain't looking out at them to drive this. He's no. got video cameras. And Think my favourite part of it, sorry, of the spec is yes, he installed the video cameras, but he also had the foresight to think I'm going to be crushing things. They're going to get covered with dust, and then I won't be able to see. He fitted compressed air. Yeah. That yeah. he could control to clean off debris for the fucking yeah. cameras, man. Yeah. And they were in turn protected by three inch shields of bulletproof plastic. <laughs> so you couldn't even shoot the cameras out and make him blind. Oh. So he put some. Wow. He also had onboard fans and an air conditioner. Yeah, so it was going to be hot in there. Yeah. 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 Did you ever say he grew up? I bet he was controlling it with a Mega Drive joypad. <laughs> um, he also fitted gun three, three gun ports for a 50 caliber rifle. That's a big fucking round. Yeah. A .308 rifle, which is kind of your Second World War calibre, and a .22 rifle, which is the kind that told Billy Ray was firing at those goblins. <laughs> the owls. <laughs> is that the, the one he's... Well, we won't The space this. goblins. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I was going to say, is that the gun that, that Marv used at the end? No. Oh, okay. no. Spoilers. <laughs> um, Marv had no plans to exit the vehicle, and authorities speculated he used a homemade crane to lower the armoured hull over the bulldozer and himself. Yeah. He knew it was a one-way trip. Man. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not planning on getting out of this alive. No. So, on June fourth, two thousand four, Marv drove the killdozer through the wall of his former business, the concrete plant, the town hall, the local newspaper, the former mayor's widow's house, and a hardware store, uh, previously owned by a man. Sorry, owned by a man uh, Marv had a previous disagreement with. <laughs> um, I just. Uh, say back to the the armor, uh, the stuff he added increased the Komatsu diggers, oh bulldozers mass from fifty three tons to eighty five tons. So that's thirty tons, isn't it? That that's heavier than a main battle tank. That's heavier than the Challenger two main battle tank. And that's what I want you to picture, listener. If you haven't googled it yet, 
Uh, go and look at a picture built, of Challenger 2. Yeah, he built a battle tank, tank. And then go and look <laughs> at this Killdozer. Yeah. And tell me which one you'd want to take into battle. <laughs> so. Would, would the, the, the tank, normal tank be able to take out the Killdozer? With its Ooh, shells, that's an, possibly. That's an interesting one. Because that's a lot of armour. You're talking mm. foot thick. I mean, that's more than was on World War Two battle tanks. Mm. They had like three, four, five inches. Now, I'm no expert, but my tactic would be, if I had access to the tank, would be... I don't think, if I remember from the pictures, he didn't reinforce the actual... Um, I think it's called the cup. No, it's not called the cup. Ah, the, the blade. The bit on the front that you use to dig things with. Yeah. The shield. You know what I mean. The, the shovel. The shovel bit on the front. Mm. Yeah. I'm not a mechanic, guys. Or a builder. <laughs> He didn't reinforce that, did he? No. But you don't I... need to. That's made of pretty yeah, solid but, steel anyway, isn't it? But you could, would a tank shell blow that? That would, yeah. A that couple would, of that tank shells. up to a, a Sabo round going So you it. destroy that, and then you've got access to maybe vital engine parts. Uh, no, because he'd armoured the engine he as well. Oh, he went all the way down. The... Yeah. Wow. You'd have and to put something underneath you'd have maybe? to go underneath you'd yeah. have to run up underneath it mm. hope he's not going to see you because yeah. he's got them gun uh, ports and the cameras shit lob yeah. a, a sticky bomb or something you can mm. go saving private ryan sticky bomb mm. maybe or some kind of mine underneath it and hope that you're going to take it out That's or plant some kind of ied underneath it yeah mm. hope he runs over it and in the end it was just his own because you've got to go for a mobility kill in this scenario you've got to take yeah. out the tracks people tried mm. didn't they, they uh, did. there's video footage of one person trying uh, but the police were just and the SWAT team they called out yeah. couldn't do anything against it. They've no. got at best the SWAT team have got M sixteen rifles, five five six caliber, that ain't doing nothing. Yeah. You know, like it's a foot of fucking armour plating. <laughs> the he, police have probably got nine millimetre pistols, that's not doing mm, anything, that's he, doing even less. He ran over several police cars, didn't he? Yeah. And, and civilian <laughs> cars. But on the on back to what you've just said about the police and the nine millimetres, there are bullet holes in buildings and things in the in the well it's a village really, it's not much of a city, is it? And people speculate that he didn't fire a shot from his tank. No, apparently well, Those were ricochets from police bullets just pinging off this fucking thing. Uh, and you can't really blame the police, can you? Yeah, I mean, well, you're going to point at it and shoot it, aren't you? What else are you going to fucking do? Yeah. Throw your gun at it, you might as well. Pink! <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same fucking effect. <laughs> that that is not a normal day at the office. Imagine, you know, turn up, imagine if that was a Monday morning. A sleepy, small-time yeah, place. Turn up for work as a sheriff and you're a little bit hungover. Yeah. You've been out watching the football the night before. Yeah. And you turn oh, up and give this fucking report. You sat at your desk. Oh, it's a fucking quiet day today. <laughs> Writing out some paperwork. You better get down into the sound man. There's a fucking guy with an armor fucking killdozer. He's got he's got a fucking tank. You like, homemade tank? What? Like, oh, what? Oh, what? Oh fuck. <laughs> and you're there with your little nine millimeter bit of pistol. You might as well be fucking uh, spitting at it. And, and you say in it. Roger Murtoff's voice. I'm too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm three days away from the time. <laughs> Actually, isn't it the start of Lethal Weapon Four where there's a guy with flamethrowers on a rampage downtown? Is there? It is. Yeah, it's the start of the fourth. There is essentially a guy in a homemade armor suit, you know, doing and exactly what we've just described basically happens. They're the ones who turn up on the scene and are just like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> um. They, as you said, we alluded mm. to, he said, apparently it seemed, defenders of him mm. said, oh, but he didn't go out of his way to hurt anybody, you know. Yeah. He did, however, fire 15 rounds of power transformers and propane tanks, which, if ruptured, would have produced a huge explosion of up to about 800 yards, apparently. And the, the police chief was like, well, yeah, but I had, like, 80 guys near that. Mm. So mm. he was obviously trying to yeah. do something. Apparently, 
He also fired at two police officers before they fired at him. Ah, right, yes, I'm just reading that now myself. So he did, they claim he did fire on two officers. And he fired at many bullets at Cody Doshev, who, who owned the concrete factory. Yeah. Um, he, who in turn, tried to stop the dozer yeah. by blocking its path with what's called a wheel tractor scraper. He's a bit of a hero, this bloke. Yeah. I think. He's just trying to defend his business, his livelihood. He rammed... The killdozer so hard in his fairly heavy digger machine. You know, he runs a concrete yeah. plant, so he rammed him so hard, and he was encouraged to do this by the police. Mm. Um, like you got the heavy. They told thing, him you know, where to hit. Yeah, you go and do it, baby. Told, we can't do it. Yeah, they told him where to aim for. I don't think they knew he was armed. The killed Marvin at this point, so he rams him so hard that he he knocks himself unconscious in the cab of of his machine. And then Marv from the Killdozer just starts firing on him. Yeah. And he's lying there motionless. And it's only fucking luck. You know, he wasn't riddled with fucking bullets. Like, just the well, way he fell, yeah. he was you protected. Need, you don't need one with that 50 cal well, guy full of me. Christ. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's yeah. your head gone. If he, That's if he, like, they're the ones that will blow you, like in Rambo... John yeah, Rambo. you know, you know when John Rambo's on yeah. that machine gun, yeah. that's a fifty cal, and you and see the holes appearing, exploding, heads just exploding, and arms being ripped off. Yeah, they okay. use even sniper rifles, the Barrett fifty cal from Call of Duty. You probably heard of. Mm. So it's a miracle this guy. Yeah, well, a terrible fucking shot with no holes in him. You know, uh, but I like that guy. Tried to save his business. You know, he rammed it so hard he knocked himself out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that in itself yeah. is. Is impressive, you know. I've never driven into anything so fast I've knocked myself out. Not on purpose. Uh, <laughs> no, especially not a fucking well, fifty-three uh, ton kill. How much? Eighty-five. Ton, ton. Eighty-five ton killdozer, armor-plated killdozer. Fuck. And I know that my thing's not that heavy as that. What do you think you see that coming up the fucking hill? <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> it's trashing everything in its way. Did you Did you listen to the podcast I sent you I called The Machine? No, it's by by a brilliant podcast called Love and Radio. It might have been called Modern Love. Oh, I'm sorry if I've got that wrong. Anyway, uh, the podcast is called The Machine, and they interviewed a guy who owns a local bakery. And it's a brilliant story, because he's got that very good southern accent. And he basically tells a story. Somebody runs in and tells him, evacuate the building, you know. He's got kids in there and all sorts. Marv's gone crazy. He's built a tank. He's like, what the fuck? Grabs his gun, because every baker in America's got a gun. (laughs) Of course. He says, I ran down to the street. So I felt a rumble. You know, and he was all positioned, ready, like, to protect his business. Mm-hmm. Felt the rumble in the street. Oh, no, that was it. He parked his car in the street. Yeah. Like, T-boned the street, he said. Parked his car like that. And then um, sort of hid behind it with his gun, ready to go. Then he saw the killdozer, legged it. <laughs> left his would. gun there. He said, I put my fucking gun down and legged it. But Marv, because he didn't have beef with this baker man... Drove around his car. Oh wow! So there's a bit of rationality, mm. rational thought still going on. He's only after the people who pissed him off. Yes, and the police who were backing them up, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, it was a very targeted. We should make that because we'll go through the buildings he destroyed. It was very targeted. He didn't. It wasn't like a GTA rampage on the PlayStation where just randomly any building you see. He knew where he was going and yeah. he had a list. And he did. <laughs> but weirdly, considering he was saying that God wanted him to do this, he had the Catholic mm. local Catholic Church on his list, but he didn't go and attack that. Yeah. But maybe he's, he, he ran out of time. He, maybe he would have yeah. if he could Still, have. Two hours, he damaged th- two hours seven minutes, and he damaged thirteen buildings. Yeah. That's not bad. Was it seven million dollars worth of damage? Yeah, wow. yeah. In no two thousand and four. So yeah, and no one but he, um, old Marv, was hurt. Mm, that's it, a miracle. Um, they did try and uh, 
drop a flashbang down the exhaust, but that had no effect. A flashbang is a stun grenade. Right. It really does emit mm. heat, so yeah. they were probably hoping it would cause yeah. a backfire or something. Didn't work. And they also tried shooting at the cameras, but they've got that three-inch bulletproof <laughs> plastic shield around them. We're getting through that. Um, at one point, this guy's pretty cool. Uh, an under sheriff called Glenn Trainer rode the bulldozer like a bronco, <laughs> trying to get inside because they didn't know that he yeah. couldn't get inside. Yeah. Well, you'd assume there was a hatch, yeah. wouldn't yeah. you? And, or a yeah. door. He said something like, "I was trying to find out where to put the bullet to kill the dragon." Yeah, is what he said. He's like, "Oh, awesome. I like that. I like, I like that." Guy. Um, it, but he, he was trying to get inside, but he was forced back down by the risk of debris because he was heading towards a building at the time, <laughs> so he had to yes. jump off. A wise choice, I yeah. would say. They actually ended up just walking alongside it. Mm. You know, I suppose ever, if you're close enough to it, mm. he's got no vision from the, for the gun ports, has oh, he? Because you, you've only got, uh, mm. you've got like a little slit. Mm. You haven't got massive kind of vision. So I think they're just trying to escort it, really. I, yeah. I don't know. What can what you, do? Do you do? Yeah, they yeah. must have yeah. been thinking, Jesus, what do we... Because are we getting ahead to say that the the mayor was it the mayor um, i'm just going to get to that in a very one, one okay, second yeah, no worries um at this point the police are running out of options not having the firepower needed to stop the killdozer then governor bill owens considered mobilizing the national guard for either a a hellfire missile strike from an apache helicopter a, a, a tank killer mm. and the hellfire missiles are pretty they're called hellfire missiles yeah. they're pretty fucking bangy they're used um, for, for warfare yeah well, they're tank killers. The Apache yeah. helicopter is a tank mm. killer. Awesome. Whether or not you need a couple to take that thing out, I don't mm. know. Well, mm. back to the models we touched on here. One of the, my favourite things I ever built as a child was an Apache helicopter. I was a bit obsessed with them. Remember the Sega games, Jungle Strike and Desert, Desert Strike? Strike. Yeah. And yeah. the film Wings of the Apache. Have you ever seen? Oh, no, I don't think yeah. I ever have. No, no. I, I was a bit obsessed with the Apaches. It just looked like the most awesome mm. killing machine, you know. It still is. Oh, is it still the top... Top yeah, yeah, still, yeah. still. I mean, weirdly, you know that the pilots have to train themselves to be cross-eyed to fly. I, yes, I've heard this because they have wow. to focus one eye on one thing. Oops, yeah. Sorry, microphone, mm. and the other eye on another thing. Yeah, they, different two sets of information. Yeah, they've got a heads-up display over mm. one eye, which yeah. displays targets mm. and, and stuff like that and information. Mm. And then he's actually looking at the other eye. He's keeping an eye on the instruments and where he's going. So they're mm. all boss-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but actually, Prince Harry was an Apache pilot as well. Was he? He flew Apaches in in, um, mm. in Afghanistan. Oh, good on him, lizard bastard. Yeah, exactly. He can put a movie. Snake eyes. He, like, he, he doesn't have to because he's got eyes on the side of his fucking head. <laughs> Reptiles make excellent <laughs> Apache. We need more reptilian <laughs> Apache pilots. That's no, what we, we don't need that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> kill us all. <laughs> They're slavers as it is. <laughs> But the Apaches are really cool because they're an over-the-horizon weapon. Mm. So you literally sit behind some trees miles mm. away. It's got such. It's got the longbow radar system. Right. You just pop up from behind some trees, yeah. lock on, fire the fucking ton of missiles at it, and then mm. just pop back down. They don't yeah. even know you've been there. Yeah, it just reminds me of Apocalypse Now, doesn't it? Mm. No, because those are Hueys. Haven't they? Yeah. Okay. Not the same. They look like Apache. But... Uh, no, you're ones you're thinking of are Cobras. All right. They're the See, Vietnam. The helicopters, anyway. Yeah, I always thought they were Apaches. No. Ah, speaking of helicopters, they're showing Airwolf on one of the channels. Oh, yeah. Five star. Wasn't that an Apache? No, it was. See, I didn't realise this as a child because I went down. Was it a Cobra then? Well, I went down an Airwolf rabbit hole. Yeah. The whole idea of the Airwolf is it's a civilian helicopter to the naked. Because if you think about it, it's all sleek and smooth. 
but the lasers and things come out of it, don't they? That's like, true. Uh, she, air wolf, sheep in wolves' mm. clothing. Um, and it's just a normal model of an aeroplane just painted beautifully and sexily with that, like a killer whale. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, so anyway, they're, they're repeating it on one of the low-down channels, Five Star, and I thought, oh, this will be fine to watch my girlfriend's children, the eldest being six. <laughs> Airwolf's not suitable for children, mate. <laughs> Is it not? Well, the first scene she sees, I'm like, oh, yeah, come and watch this. You'll like this. It's about an awesome helicopter. First scene she sees, the fucking torture scene with, like, a half-naked man strapped to a bench and they're screaming in <laughs> agony as they're doing stuff to him. And I'm like, um, yeah, let's put the uh, CBBs back on for you. <laughs> oh, God, I hope she doesn't have nightmares tonight. <laughs> but the theme tune's ace. Yeah. They're um, going to watch Shaft in Africa. <laughs> It's <laughs> the first scene is two naked men fighting a pit. <laughs> shaft. <laughs> Presumably one of them is Shaft. Shaft. Oh man. So Airwolf, still awesome, but not suitable for children. I'll bear that in mind. Yep, there you go. Um, and sorry, before last thing I'll say on the Airwolf, I did also Google, so I was curious, had anyone in their stoneness thought of this? I Googled Airwolf Transformer. Oh, right. And some beautiful bastard out there has literally drawn a beautiful drawing of what Airwolf would look like in his robot mode. And yeah, I bet you love that. Didn't you? Oh, fuck me, popped a nerd boner like I've never had before. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend was eyeing it up with envy, like it never gets that hard for me. <laughs> That's a joke. I don't have those kinds of problems. Enough about your marital issues, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's either me or Airwolf, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, what were you saying? Incoming missile! Firing for effect! He also considered calling in a two man javelin missile team, which are an anti tank missile. Wow. But the issue was, wasn't it? You don't really want to be firing military-grade missiles on your little no, you don't. sleepy little southern they, town. They, they realise that it probably cause more damage than the dozer would. <laughs> at some point, he's got to run out of fuel, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just wait this one out rather than send the death missiles. We're going to need people to stand back just a little bit. <laughs> are they going to say there's death missiles for brown people? <laughs> well, that's it. He wasn't brown. I bet you if he was brown, the fucking well, Apache helicopter would have been out. And that that be is going to be my point when we wrap up at the end of, of why, why this guy is seen as an absolute folk hero. The comments I was reading and the videos I found today were all along the lines of valiant hero, last freedom fighter, last true American, you know... This guy really is seen as a folk hero. And on the anniversary of it, it's known as Killdozer Day, and some people celebrate it. Do they build Killdozers? <laughs> oh, I hope not. Oh, man, I that... think they're misguided, though, but we'll get to that at the end, oh, I guess personally. That... Yeah. Um, so as he drove into... Um... Oh, he's like our Raul Moat, then, isn't he? That yes. was disappointing. Do you remember that? When that yeah. fucking... I remember when Gaz got his fishing gear out. Right? Yeah, well, well, they should have just let... That... Frankie Boyle was saying this the other night. They should have let Gaza through. <laughs> But it's like, he was like, oh yeah, he, 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 did he kill two policemen or injure them? Um, he shot one in the know. face, didn't he? Yeah. Like, mixing up. He blinded him. He, he blinded, what, definitely yeah. blinded one of them. I think he threw a grenade at him. Mm. But then he went into hiding, yeah. and the police was a massive manhunt for him. Mm. And for some reason he became this folk hero. He was a mm. mate of Gazza's, a former professional footballer, who <laughs> left him a pack of four beers and a fishing rod. 
We should state for the anyone not familiar with Paul Gascoigne. Used to be an incredibly talented footballer. Is now just a raging alcoholic fuck up and has been for a very long time. No disrespect, guys. It's very sad. I don't know if he's still an alcoholic, but he's oh. definitely um, had his issues with booze. Let's say and mental illness. And mental illness. Yeah. Do you remember when they found him in a hotel walking around naked with an inflatable parrot on his shoulder? <laughs> yeah. Bless him. But he was, re- we should emphasize, he was really fucking was, good at football. He was like the English Pele. Yeah, he was, he was amazing. He was superb, he was a fantastic. That goal against Scotland will live yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. Like, when, he, when he lobbed it over Sir yeah. Colin Hendry, Blackburn then captain at <laughs> Sir Colin <laughs> Hendry. Sir Colin. Sir Colin Hendry. Have you added the Sir? Maybe. <laughs> Either way, he was Blackburn Rovers captain, right. and he was a very good defender, regardless of the fact he was Scottish. Yeah, and he was getting on a bit then. Yeah, he was only 30, 31, 32. He? Yeah, he wasn't that old, that. but still old. loving it over his head. Then, yeah, they just it. running cheekily, running round him yeah. and slightly passing. I don't believe it was Andy Gorham who was a who was a schizophrenic, and the chant yeah. used to be, "There's only two Andy Gorhams." <laughs> well, no, he didn't. He did slightly. He loved it over, and he got round quick enough to fucking volley it. Didn't he remember? He literally yeah. chipped it over he his did, head yeah. and yeah. fucking volleyed yeah. it. It was. It was, it was beautiful. Fucking amazing. Yeah, it was. Good. But Euro '96. Euro '96. Yeah. Oh, them were the days. Yeah. But coming up, it's coming up. You do realise that the next episode we record will be out of the world. It'll be funny though. We can look back at how happy we were. Uh, up by oh, man. <laughs> I'm fucking fueling up the hype train I don't care I'm going to enjoy this for every second we've got left of it we're through to the last 16 yeah. and we've may got like well a week there. or so of like pure joy if we want it I'm on nights next week so I'm going to miss the Belgian game oh. so someone's going to keep me posted do you have the radio on at work we do we'll get the updates at work and they'll probably be on mm. it if it's on late and, oh, no, it won't be on late enough I'll miss put it put it on in the canteen uh, it's, it, yeah. it, it's it's that match don't uh, count really. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a dead it? rubber, That's isn't it? A dead rubber. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Dead rubber. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to Marv. <laughs> That's like me when I've had too many drinks. I can't get it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've made a lot of jokes have, about not getting it up, but I can. I don't. <laughs> Moving on. There's pills for that kind of thing. Day five. I'm in my prime. Available on prescription. Available <laughs> on prescription now. I bet there's going to be a lot of Englishmen with erectile dysfunction based on their diet and their alcohol intake and depression and stress for being working class and not having much money working in the factory. But during this World Cup, their erection problems will completely fucking disappear. There you go. And then we lose <laughs> and they beat their wives. Yes, but... Apparently domestic yeah, abuse apparently does go up when you lose. That's fact. That's, so, that's sad, That's it? one of the most tragic statistics yeah, that yeah, facts really I've ever sad. heard. Oh, well. Oh, dear. But we're all on a high at the moment. Really? I was enjoying, before I came here, boys, uh, watching reactions on YouTube of pubs and places where there's a big screens and stuff of England fans reacting to the goals. It's joyous, man. It kind of, it makes you cheer along. It's awesome yeah. watching a, like, like, you know, a thousand people in a large beer garden. They're all, you know, chattering away and then fucking goal goes in. It's like, exploding ecstasy so you just yeah. injected ecstasy into their heart and then ah, it's fucking ace <laughs> yeah I sometimes think if people cared more about politics and football we wouldn't be in this shit ah well maybe we need David Beckham to run for Prime Minister you know, they're happy to sit there and just accept their enslavement but <laughs> in England with a football game they go crazy do you know what I mean it's like the opium of the masses mm, yeah. it keeps yeah, us docile yeah. anyway let's fucking enjoy it while it lasts load up that hype chain ignore the slavery for a few weeks England yeah. <laughs> it's coming home <laughs> so 
Back to the Marvin that killed those a maniac. Um, as he drove into Gamble's hardware store, it was apparent that the radiator was damaged and leaking fluid. And there's a yeah. bit, I've watched the video, and yeah. there's a lot of water on the floor. Fuck me, yeah, it's like a flood, isn't it? Yeah. It had a very big radiator. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't expand it to, oh, to he, keep... You have to take the See, weight, I did, Oh, we didn't mention He did add cooling systems. To, he knew that engine would be working overtime with the extra weight. And um, he added cooling systems himself that would keep it uh, yeah, from overheating. I was so, actually impressed that it had a bit of a turn of speed on it for an, an 83-turn armoured mm. bulldozer. Yeah. It wasn't a slow thing. It, uh, was, it had some speed. I mean, uh, not we're I mean, not talking rapid, but for, uh, a, for an 83-ton yeah. fucking killdozer, it was pretty rapid. Did we mention that as well that he also protected the treads of yeah, the, um, the tracks? Some of the track. Yeah, So because he thought, yeah. obviously, that's another weak point that you could maybe yeah. attack. Yeah, he thought of it all, man. He probably put. I'd imagine he had skirts down over the the tracks to cover yeah. the, the main vulnerable points. Mm. So, Gamble's hardware store, and at this point, this killdozer is a bit on its ass. The AJ has gone. It has a small basement, and sadly, because of the weight, one of the tracks broke through into this and just completely immobilised it. Ah, uh, yeah. So he couldn't get out. Mm. The engine's dying. He's trapped. He's at the end game here. Um, the bulldozer's engine failed and the SWAT members swarmed it. Don't know what they're going to achieve, but they swarmed it. Mm. A shot rang out from inside the dozer and it was later determined that Marv had shot himself in the head with a .357 handgun, which again, is a big fucking round for a pistol. He's yeah. packing some serious fucking ordnance in this thing. Yeah, he wasn't fucking around. No. Police used explosives to try and remove the armour, that's the three external explosions... Yeah. Had no effect whatsoever. No. In the end, they had to cut through it with a, an oxacetylene cutting torch, mm-hmm. uh, and his body was finally removed at 2 a.m. in the morning on the 5th of June. Wow. The dozer was scrapped and sent to various scrapyards to prevent souvenir taking. And I then found the... that interesting. They split it up into bits to uh, not turn it into a monument, I mm. guess. So just get rid of the fucking thing. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want other people getting ideas. Well, that's thing, you, don't, you don't want someone copying the design mm. and improving yeah. on it, do you? Now imagine the rising of the proletariat. And we've all got killdozers. We've all got killdozers. Oh. Well, then the hellfires will come out, won't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> there will be a lot of killdozers. Probably mm. tactical nukes. His button's bigger <laughs> than ours, Mike. That's a good point. You, you can never I mean? defeat the establishment. Not violence. when they're that big. By Worked in Cuba. Worked in Syria. Yeah, but they don't have worked armies in like America. Yeah, yeah, but they don't then, have kill drones. But then who, you know, more often than not, someone more terrible comes after. Yeah, but it'll be like... Because maybe. because they come through the violence. And that's I their... saw this... Sorry, mate. I saw this thing on TV the other night, a few, uh, a weapon, um, that's like a... You know, like you fire a mortar, I'm yeah. right, like a little... Tube. Tube thing. It's a mortar that you fire up, but it goes up in the air, transforms into a drone. Oh, I've seen that. Then pinpoints its target and flies itself into the target and explodes. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not going to beat the government. We're not Cuba. No, that drone's not, like, big, though. I mean, I don't think it'd take out a killdo, was it? But it'd take you out. It could spy you through the window and just come in through the window and hit you in the face. Yeah, but if I'm a killdo, was it? I'm all right, aren't I? Uh, But they've got bigger things than that. I'm just saying I'm agreeing with Mike's point. Yeah. Getting through a crack. No, I inject a fucking yeah, through, the gun port, through the gun port, yeah. CIA yeah. wasp. Yeah. I take your point that it's happened in in countries, but my point is their government armies weren't as fucking un, 
mind-bogglingly well-equipped as, like, you know, the American or our government. You've still got to get those guys in the army, though, to shoot oh. on civilians, haven't you? Who are, like, you know, when they go home, they're a civilian. Their family, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know if their family's in one of them. You're always going to have that issue of, are they going to fire on civilians? Yeah. If they're ordered to, probably. Well, is it? But that's well, they the, do, don't they? That's mm. a problem. Yeah. But then they, they hire people that will do that. Yeah, private. Oh, they hire the private companies. Well, yeah. What was that one? Blackwater? Yeah. The yeah, yeah. yeah. That needs to be a fucking Who becomes yeah. a police officer, especially in America? Usually a white supremacist, isn't it? Usually someone mm. who wants to be violent mm. towards somebody. Well... Yeah, there's a percentage of them, I would yeah, say. but a heavy percentage. Yeah, there's also got to be... You don't you get know. really peaceniks mm. in the fucking... Well, I bet people do, do sign up for... Um, to do good. Was... For decent... Yeah. With decent intentions, but I guess it's easy with the and stress of the black job. black people and mentally ill people. No, yeah. But that's on, not all it? of them. It's a lot of them. You know, why don't, for every call out, somebody who's clearly mentally ill send a police officer and a social worker? Because mm. there's that many social workers... That's it, isn't it? It's not priority, is it? That's it. They don't care if they die. It's just another one off the list, isn't it? There you go. Well, Marv's dead. Marv's dead at this point. It is killed, though, is it? Um, but they did find a number of recordings and notes uh, found at his home, as well as a mm. list of targets. Shall I go through a few little quotes, and then we can hear what he said? Because he, he became... Mm. his. This is where I think he's like... At one point, I'm thinking to myself... Yeah, he's t- he's got a bit of a grudge, and he's gonna he's, he's decided he's gonna end his life this way, showing him showing him what for. Sticking it to the man. But then, but then he, he kind of had this weird sort of religious thing going with it. Mm. God built me for this job. It was God's plan that he would not be married or have a family, so that he would be in such a position to carry out an attack like this. Mm. I think God will bless me to get the machine done, to drive, to do the stuff I have to do. And a lot of God blessing him in this. Yeah. God bless me in yeah. advance of the task I'm about to undertake. It's the way he justifies it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God has asked me to do this. It's a cross that I'm going to carry in God's name. And but like I say, he targeted the Catholic Church, but didn't bother to attack it. Mm. Probably because he didn't get round to it. Well, it, before we have the video, can I read you a, a couple of pages of a well paragraphs of an article? Yes. Um, we have a piss break after that. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, I'll, I'll try and do it quick. This is from Snopes. No, don't rush. Just Snopes.com, written by uh, Dan Evon. Uh, it's a pretty good um, uh, article. Does that mean that his, if, if I was to look at Devon, Devon, The wrestler? Yeah. Maybe it's Get him. the tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Ben. That. <laughs> that's, a, that's a wrestling yeah. uh, reference. So, did all the victims deserve their punishment? Uh, this article is essentially... Um, about how he is seen as a folk hero, but is that an incorrect way to look at him? Um, or is it the only way to look at him? So, did all the victims deserve their punishment? Another argument for Marvin's folk hero status is that he only targeted those who had wronged him. And it's true that a few names on the list were obvious adversaries, such as the town hall which was responsible for rezoning the land surrounding his property. However, some of uh, Marvin's other victims are harder to justify. He destroyed a library, which oh, was uh, connected the, to the town hall and the not former the book depository. Well, <laughs> the former home of Mayor L. R. Dick Thompson. Thompson served as mayor when Haymayer's fight with the city began, but passed away in two thousand and one, three years before the rampage. Thompson's eighty-two-year-old widow, Thelma Thompson, was living in the home when it was destroyed. There's no need for that. Exactly. Uh, Marvin also destroyed patrol cars, service trucks, and at least one pickup truck. In total, he did about seven million dollars worth of damage. 
Casey Farrell, the owner of a hardware store that was destroyed by Marvin, said that it took him more than seven years to rebuild and that Marvin's rampage took more than a financial toll on the town. First, he ran the home of the mayor and the town hall and library. Then he set out more randomly to avenge the wrongs he had perceived. In the case of the local newspaper, the Sky High News, the editor, who had always run his letters of complaint, ran out of the back door as Marvin's bulldozer crashed through the front. Nobody died except Marvin, who put a gun to his own head after his lumbering killdozer fell into the basement of the Gamble store. Others could have easily have died, though. The Gamble store has been rebuilt, but it took seven years for Casey Farrell, the owner, to do so. My world just turned upside down, he told Sky High on the 10th anniversary. But I thought, well, OK, we got insurance. We did. Just not enough insurance. Gamble's had been a hardware store with five employees. Now it's an appliance and mattress store with two employees. But beyond the physical changes, there's a mental change in the minds of Farrell and others. It's not that I don't feel safe, but it's changed the way that you look at people, at stuff, he said. I don't know how to put it into words, really. And there's just one more little section. Another version of Marvin's story. One could argue that Marvin was treated unfairly by the government, that he was run out of business by a larger company, and what he did on Killdozer Day was simply what every other little guy dreamed of doing after getting pushed down by the big man. In this view, Marvin is a hero. But there's another way of looking at the events of June 4th, 2004. Marvin built a tank and destroyed 13 buildings, including a library which was occupied by children moments before the walls came down, and the home of an 82-year-old widow simply because he lost a zoning dispute. He endangered the lives of the police officers, destroyed several emergency vehicles, and could have killed several innocent civilians if it wasn't for the actions of law enforcement who managed to evacuate buildings before they were destroyed. He was armed with several weapons, attempted to shoot at least one civilian, and fired several shots at propane tanks in an attempt to create an explosion. Haymayer spent more than a year building his killdozer and planning his attack on the town of Granbury an act he felt was in accordance with God's will. Um, the town of Granby still hasn't fully recovered from Marvin's vengeful and dangerous attack. Patrick Brower, an editor who worked at the newsroom destroyed by Marvin, argued that he could not be held up as a hero, folk or otherwise. I've seen that the way people have venerated Marvin praised him after the fact, without even really knowing what happened or the facts of the situation has been repeated in many of the rampages and tragedies in America since then, he says. How many people lose petty zoning fights with the government in America? Everybody, all the time. That's not an excuse to go out and tear the town to pieces and shoot people. The story of Marvin Hemeyer and his killdozer is absolutely true. It's up to you, however, to decide if he should be hailed as a hero. It's very much like um, Timothy McVeigh and the Oklahoma City bombing. Mm. He thought that he was, he'd been brainwashed by... Um, various uh, pro-gun groups, the government will come and take our guns, we need to fight back against them. Yeah. And he ended up blowing up the Oklahoma City building and killing children as well as yeah. just civil servants who got in there to do a day's work. Over petty. But to some people, he is also a hero because yes. he was striking back against the evil, overpowering government. But the reality is, it, it is, reality it's is really it's real fucking... people that you've fucked yeah. up, not the government. <laughs> I mean, the government can rebuild. That guy with his hardware store, well, the hardware store isn't there anymore. Five people are unemployed. You don't know what's happened to their lives yeah. since. In a town that small, how easy is it just to go and find another job? I think you know? can understand why he did it, mm. perhaps. He was yeah. driven to it. But obviously the method... Mm. 
Any any kind of violence you can't justify, can you? Why not just take down the concrete plant? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why go why then like the widow's home? I mean, come on, that guy died. Yeah, he's dead. And like it, I think the important part of that article I read that was the only reason people got out of there was the police being on the ball and evacuating buildings yeah. ahead of him, right? If they hadn't been there to do that, he would have still bulldozed them, wouldn't he? And that's probably why they were walking alongside it to mm. get a better idea. If Where he turns, he's like, oh, oh, hang on, fucking get in there and mm. tell him to get out. I mean, it's. I don't think he's a hero. I no. admire his ingenuity. Oh my god, his engineer, apart from the radiator blowing, his yeah. engineering was top notch. I mean, I he thought of everything. The cam- I wouldn't have thought of shielding the cameras in no. bulletproof plastic. And air compressors to clean them. Yeah. We, we were mentioning a, in a message thread between us earlier before we recorded that uh, the A-Team would be mightily impressed oh, with Oh, fuck his. yeah. This is an episode, you know, it took a year, but... Mr. T would have had that up in an afternoon. Yeah, no, in there, that's crazy well fool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he... Yes... He stuck it to the man, but he also destroyed a town and nearly, nearly, he didn't kill anyone, I realise, but his intentions probably were to, yeah. and it was all in the name of God, according to him. I don't think he's a hero. I think, I think he had, like, obviously underlying mental issues. Definitely. But that, the, the, the dispute with the city, and the amount of God stuff he then came out with, I suspect he might have been a bit brainwashed by Fox News and that kind of shit. You know, the mm. the Christian channels. Oh, I, this is God's plan for me. I'm going to carry the cross and all this. Yeah. You know, that's some odd shit. To, that's how he was justifying it to himself. I can't have a feeling there's that underlying brainwashing in American society. Well, yeah. But he also has a point that the big man is against him. Mm-hmm. Do you know what well, I mean? Big man's with him. The big man. <laughs> I'm joking. The big man's God. What about that um, Princeton study that proved the US is an oligarchy? You have to, you have to define oligarchy that. for me. Well, it's a group of a small group of people that run the country. Oh, so the rich guys basically yeah. run the country through Congress because they just pay the they congressmen. Yeah, they own it. You, they were the companies. That, actually, was it many tax? Yeah. yeah. Also, mm. like that twat in, in in our parliament this week who voted to turn down oh. the the upskirting photographing. Uh, Mr. Chope. That's him. Mm. Yeah. He's a bit of a twat. Here's a bill that's like, we're going to make um, taking photos of women's skirts without their consent like as mm. bad as rape or sexual harassment. And he's like, nope. I don't like the yeah. way the bill's been presented. Like, it's just fucking get over it, you prick. That's a tourist for you. Yeah. Yep. They're inhuman, non-feeling, reptilian fucking ass. He's a reptile. Well, yeah. should we take a break and then we'll yeah. listen to Mr. Yeah. Meyer himself? Yes, let's do yeah, that, yeah. yeah. We'll hear. That's very rare. You get to hear from the perpetrators in a. He recorded an audio journal that's three hours long that you can find on YouTube. We're not going to play you the whole three hours. No. Just a little bit. So we'll be back. Yes. And we are back. So let's hear from Marvin himself. Just going to dip in somewhere along his insane rantings. <laughs> yeah. My own. It's just going to be a pittance compared to what I'm going to take. But hopefully the community will learn something from this and become wiser. Instead of hating their neighbor and keeping your neighbor down, they will love your neighbor. You know, there may not be a lot of love here, because you can look at it and say it's coming from me. I've developed malice towards these people. 
I couldn't live with myself the rest of my life if I didn't have a plan to make this right. Um, I feel pretty worthless. And I know I probably shouldn't, but to know that for 10 years, the people in the town of Granby did not want me there. And the fact that I was making good money by the 99, within, you know, eight, seven years after I, six years after I started that business, that I was making a pretty good income. I'm sure it made them very jealous. I'm sure everything about me made them jealous. I'm sorry that they felt that way. That is a bad thing, way to feel. You know, I wasn't trying to keep up with the Joneses, I know. It may be, I, mean, I, I say that, maybe that's not true. I was always trying to be the Joneses. Do it my way. Look at me. See what I do. This is what I've done. You all have the opportunity to do what I've done. I haven't done much. I mean, I graduated from high school to 28th of my class of 29. It's no big deal. I wasn't intelligent. I wasn't smart. I wasn't stupid. But I wasn't educated. I didn't have the knack to sit in the classroom and, and be a bookworm. I don't know why. I, 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 was, I may have. I don't know why. But God built me maybe clear back in the fourth grade when I broke my arm. Because that's when my, my, my uh, grades started falling off. I don't know. He had this plan clear back then. Maybe, if you believe in predestination, which I do, maybe it was planned before I was born. I don't know. I don't understand predestination that much, but I do believe in it. So here we are, and I am at peace with what I am about to do. I, I, I have to be. And uh, although I've wrestled with it for years, and, you know, God gave me this last winter off again because he knew that I wasn't strong, and... Uh, <laughs> That was, that was so unique that this didn't get done last year. Uh, how the sale of the business kind of interrupted my progress on my, uh, um, my Marv Komatsu, what, we, what did I call it? I got a name for it. Oh, my MK tank. That, uh, but I didn't get the old MK tank done last fall is, is amazing because it should have happened. But, you know, God has his timing, his plans made out, and, uh, and they're, they're, they're to be. And it looks like it's going to be. Because the one thing that I have wanted to do is get caught. Uh, I had hoped that somebody would catch me and that this whole thing would stop. And that would be a good sign for me not to do it. I've hoped, I haven't played the lottery a lot, but I've hoped that I would win the lottery. And I could forget this whole thing. I could move on because then I would have my $300,000. And I would have my life back. And I could, I could live the way I want to live. But, you know, I, I, I had that money. This, this cabin was bought and paid for free. I didn't have a rental payment. People will say that, why did he do that? He had such a good life. He had a better life than me anyway. Well, I, I can understand that to a point. It's not what I deserve. You meddled in my business and took what I deserved away. You took advantage of my good nature. Well, I think there's something you should learn here. For as good as a man can be, also can he be as bad. And another thing you should learn is that when you visit evil upon someone, be assured it will revisit you. And that is what is happening.
it is a good thing. Because I think the community of Granby will be stronger. I think that they will understand after years, if they ever hear this tape, if they ever hear the truth, if they're ever willing to listen. That was one thing that the council would not do, ever. They, would, they were not, because they knew that they were going to have this concrete plant. Everything that I or the 50 or 80 people that were at those meetings initially, they would fall on deaf ears. Because I was the only one, the one person, I should say, that was going to be adver adversely affected so negatively by the impact of this concrete plant. I stood there and fought till the end. I spent the money. I let that attorney Dietza milk me because I was fearful. I was weak. Understood. Understood. I spent the money. I fought the good fight to come to realize that I have to do what I have to do now. It's a sad, sad way to do it. But it's a cross that I'm going to carry. And I'm carrying it in God's name, I believe. I truly believe this. I would have been caught. Something would have happened. I mean, there's still some time left. It still may not happen. Oops. It could be that <laughs> the day it does start, the machine quits. When I, before I even get out of the building. It may quit right after I get out of the building. Should leave it there. Yeah, so some of the, the quotes I highlighted earlier, the, this is the cross he's carrying for God, and yeah. I just think he's trying to put a justification to it that uh, he's just he's just he's a pissed yeah. off guy, and he's now going to justify it to himself, like you said, Mike, that, oh, this is my plan, predetermination, this is what I was always going to do, I was always going to build a 85-ton kilda, which was yeah. on a rampage, and God because, planned that for me. Because no one caught me or stopped me, it was meant to be. Yeah. But looking at that, it's, it's um, the Marvin Hemeyer tapes, um, tape two side A, we, we, we took that from, and there's a picture of the Killdozer, sort of backdrop to the YouTube file, and my God, it looks impressive, doesn't it? Yeah. He actually looks like he's based that, I'm going to military nerd you guys out for, for a second, it looks like he's based that on the German self-propelled gun from the Second World War, the, the shape of the hull. Hmm. Um, yeah, it looks like he's had some... <laughs> so he said he's a Nazi. No, I'm just saying that he took a really good design. Because mm. if one thing the Nazis could do was uh, they built very good tanks. Well, the Germans built very good tanks. Mm. Um, yeah, so it does a bit look a bit like the... And you can see where the armour thickness is on that if you look at the cab. Yeah. You see how much it bulges out. That's the most vulnerable part. i to protect that. Incredibly impressive. You see he's got the skirt coming down over the tracks. Mm. Yeah. But... And then the front, the front part of them tracks is protected by that dozer blade and that's going to yeah. not be punctured by what the police are firing at him. So What I think is lovely about this week, well not lovely, but uh, good or unique about this week's episode is the fact that we have just listened to his innermost thoughts that he was recording into a tape. We rarely get to hear that, do we? Yeah. Someone who's perpetrated something um, uh, bad. And I think you can tell from those tapes, as cool as the fucking killdozer itself is, Yeah. Yeah, it was delusional. Yes. And this yes. was, <coughs> excuse me, like the article said from Snopes, this was over a fucking zoning dispute yeah. with the local um, yeah. government, you know? 
a lot of people would potentially, and the way he's talking there, people will learn from this, they'll remember this. It's like, I lose all sympathy for him, and I don't think he's the folk hero that people oh, make no. him out to be. I'm kind of torn. In my opinion. I'm kind of torn. I, must admit. I understand If people the folk had died, hero would you thing? feel differently? No, no I, like I said, I, I'm with him to the point of the violence. Mm. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. So I'm I like, you know, you got, you got shafted or whatever. Mm. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. It's because the government is against you. He mm. isn't paranoid. Yeah. That has well. been proved now since 1981. Mm. You know, the government has slowly become more in the hands of the, of the corporations and, yeah. and the wealthy. Yeah. And all government does is what they wish. And he was supposed to just shut up and take it, wasn't yeah. he? But he didn't. And yes, well, I admire that so part that, of it. that bit... I kind of have sympathy for him. And the bit where he says, you know, I built that business up. They yeah. didn't like the fact I was making a good money because I'm mm. an outsider from the town. And I imagine there's a bit of a small town mentality. Yeah, like yeah. you say, it's a very small imagine. town, 1,500 people. He's moved there, mm. sets up a successful shop. He's not trying to keep up with the Joneses. He's trying to be the Joneses. I can understand. He's trying to make a success. Yeah. And they took that away from him. Yeah, maybe he's living feel, the American dream and they stripped it from him. They, maybe he feels hard done by it. Well, because I'm not from round here, I wasn't born here. Yeah. They took that away from me. Yeah, but that doesn't excuse the actions no, or the justifications. Doesn't. Although that fucking killdoze is so cool. <laughs> I go and look at a picture of it, listeners, because yeah. it's fucking awesome. I love it. I want one. Yeah, it is. Like I said, I, I, I drive to work. You know, I wouldn't well, go on a rampage. When Hans takes over yeah. the power grid, Ben, we'll need something. <laughs> That's it. We'll need something primitive. I'll be locked in there with what's her name. <laughs> Hans, Sophia. Sophia, you bet. I won't be knocking things down, and you lot trying to shoot at it from the outside. I'll be in there making sweet love to my robot conquest. I'm going to come in and rescue you. I don't want to be rescued. I'm going to literally, as you're at the point of climax, drive through the wall. I'm like, this is the shittest rescue ever. You can't get in here, but you're ruined. I'm on the top. I'll get you out of here. Yeah. Any fucking drones flying about? I'm not oh. building a hatch for Hans's killer drones to get into. Fuck Hans, it'll be me and Sophia all the way. <coughs> we'll ride off into the sunset very slowly in our killdozer, our 85 ton killdozer. <laughs> You'll never catch us oh, alive. You got no, at least you got them gun ports to let the stank out. <laughs> so shoot, so shoot. She's going to get very cummy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You know you're going to clean her out, aren't you? Oh, my fuck. You're going to have to. Oh! <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I am, honestly, and I don't have erectile problems. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record. What was you going to say, Mike? Sorry. I was going to say, shall I share with you what the first thing I type? I type killdozer into. Oh, yeah, okay. I think I know it's going to be. <laughs> it's a 1974 <laughs> classic. Oh, wow. Is this, this the trailer? Is the trailer for it. It <laughs> yes. is fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen this. Well, who wow. do you stop an unmanned killer dozer? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, assuming that dozer's been possessed by a demon. Uh, probably. Possibly. Or the invisible man. Much. <laughs> it kills. Yeah. Or the invisible man just lost a zone in dispute with his local government. <laughs> no, because he's seen with his bandages and the glasses. Ah, and he, yeah. he's like, ah, you he's fuckers. Oh, well, yes, yeah. so, yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's fucking. That's nineteen seventy four. Yeah, God. TV movie, fantastic. <laughs> oh, it looks like they, a TV they movie They looked too. very haggard. Those actors, <laughs> <laughs> like they've been actually working in construction for thirty years and in all weathers. It was the seventies. Everyone looked haggard. <laughs> yeah, so I did watch a clip from it. It looks as bad as it <laughs> portrayed on the fucking. I, I kind of want to know how they stopped the killdoes when they just. Blow it up. Yeah, that's what I guess. Is that, that, well, that wasn't actually, you know, a killdozer. It was just a bulldozer that was acting independently. It didn't have an armor-plated fucking cab on it. Yeah. It wasn't politically motivated. <laughs> it, well, it was the politically motivated killdozer. It just like the taste of human flesh. Oh, that's something we haven't touched on yet. Back to the real-life killdozer. Why isn't what he did considered domestic terrorism? <sighs> it should be. Because these days, you drive a van up onto a pavement and run people over that's a horrible thing to do but that's considered terrorism yeah uh, I know it's perpetrated by people maybe with different didn't motives didn't Akbar <laughs> <laughs> exactly it wasn't brown Alan yeah. Snackbar <laughs> well that's the point isn't it I, I'm sure if he was a man of uh, ethnicity I will guarantee you if he was they, they identified him as the brown man that owned the muffler shop <laughs> that Apache <laughs> helicopter would have been in there in a fucking second <laughs> probably that's the sad truth of it, isn't it? Yeah. If he happened to wear some sort of religious type hat. But he probably had a crucifix. Oh, yeah. They'd, 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 how can you actually... I think there's a bit of a hypocrisy there. Because he's saying mm. that this is his mission from God. Mm. But suicide's a mortal sin. You're going to hell for that, regardless. You're not saying a religious person contradicted themselves, are you, Ben? Oh, I might be. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that unprove his entire theory? Yeah. 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 Or he's burning in the fires of hell. Oh, yeah, he is, because he's committed suicide. Well, That's... Yeah. I saw that Robin Williams film. Which one? What? What's it called? What Dreams May Come? Or he goes to hell? Or is it heaven? Heaven he goes to? I don't know. I never, I knew what? I was never a fan of Robin Williams. It's a good Williams. film. Oh, it's not a funny one. It's a fucking no, it's... sad, sad yeah. film. I did quite enjoy the one where he was a serial killer. Is that a one-hour photo? Oh, the Insomnia. photo one, yeah. Was that um, Insomnia or One Hour Photo? Well, he did two, didn't he? Yeah. yeah well, I, I think it was One Hour Photo. He got the, the photos in it. Yeah, he was the creepy old dude. Yeah. I quite enjoyed that. Was that. Really that was, he, he Insomnia played, was better, though. Was it? Pacino. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, and he's a serial killer, Williams is, and Pacino chasing him. All oh, right, that could be And he's an insomniac, and he's up in Alaska. Oh, I have seen where that, I think. No yeah. darkness. Ah, yeah, there's, 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 there's no night. He's for like mm. a whole week to yeah. try and catch a killer. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, really I have seen that actually, but yeah, mm. yes. To be honest though, neither of those are a patch on um patch classic. Adams. No, the, <laughs> the classic Mrs. Doubtfire. Hey, I thought you were going to say Bicentennial Man, no, because that's one of the oh. worst films I've ever no. fucking that's, seen. In see, my life. that's a film with a robot in that I don't fucking like, and well, that's saying something. Because all it needs normally is a robot, and I'm like, hey, it's, I'm in. It's really bad. I think I've already made mm. them half of it. Well, it, was, it was oh, it was bad. So, are we... Uh, yeah, we... He's never a fan of Ron Williams. I do apologise. I know he's quite a popular actor, but he's like never my cup of tea. Well, so should we wrap up our final thoughts on Mr Marvin? Unless we have any more... Have we got any more Marvin stuff? No, just no? weird news next. Right, so should we... What's our final thoughts on the Killdozer Man? Awesome idea. Yeah. In the terms of engineering. Uh-huh. Great engineering idea. As a side project at home, I couldn't build something like that. No. I wouldn't have thought of fucking compressed air to blow the <laughs> dust off the cameras. Genius. I know that much. I wouldn't have thought of that. No. You know, so that's great. And I admire his ingenuity. 
But you can't, um, was that a phone going? No, yeah, it was not. I think I just heard a phone. We'll get a beer next week. Yeah. All right, then. And not a, not a fucking co-op cider, please. <laughs> <laughs> you're becoming, I'm sure you're trying to plug co-op cider. No, I'm a parent now. Money's tight, you know. I have to buy the cheap stuff, I'm afraid. This Plus, cheap. it's a week from fucking payday, so... <laughs> I'll be on the good stuff next day, uh, next week. I'll be feeling um, you know, rich for about a week. <laughs> and then desperate for another three. But that's the cycle of life, Mike. It that's is. how they keep me on the treadmill yeah, of insignificance and misery. <laughs> I'm going to build a fucking killdozer after we win the World Cup. <laughs> Coming home, boys. Fire up the hype train. On a board. That's it now. The people who never like, never like football ever. Exactly. We've lost them. <laughs> oh yeah, but no. Uh, yeah, I like rugby too. <laughs> <laughs> we can like sports and conspiracies, people. I like rest of a fuck's sake. My favourite sports are fake sports. <laughs> <laughs> sports entertainment. Yes, it's both. I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. But um, sorry, where was I? Anyway, uh, I admire yeah. his engineering abilities. Yeah. Like, like, like you said, like, he, he had a bad... He had planning commission turned down. Mm. That's not an excuse to go and tear up a town in your 83-ton armoured bulldozer. Oops. No. As cool as that is, mm-hmm. and let's get, let's not be about the bush, we've all thought about it. Oh, Everybody has thought fantasy. about having that rampage fantasy. Mm, of course. We've all done it. Mm-hmm. All right? He just put his into practice. <laughs> but in my rampage fantasy... I come out of it alive. Yeah. <laughs> I might be taken by the police. But I'm certainly not shooting myself in the face. <laughs> so, yeah, I think and that's, I do think that the whole, the whole uh, God wants me to do it is is just um, he's trying to justify. I think he's he's got deep seated mental issues, and I think that's yeah. the way he's trying to justify it himself. There you go. That's my my take on it. A great yeah, engineer. I'm guessing most of the mental issues. Were, were, were caused by the problem. Yeah, I think they were exacerbated by the yeah. fact he felt he was being discriminated yeah. against. I pretty much agree with every word you said there. That's basically my theory on it too. I don't think he's the should be seen as a folk hero. Oh no! I think his intention was to kill people. I think it's a miracle nobody did die. I agree with the police officers who say it's more luck than anything else that mm. nobody was killed. So yeah, I don't think he's a folk hero, but I do think he's a fucking hell of an engineer, and it's yeah. a goddamn shame he never joined up with the A team. Because yeah. like the eighties, they Marvin. never they never killed anybody either, but no. they've destroyed a lot of shit. So them and Marvin, like you said, yeah, B A meet Marvin. <laughs> He's only your new co-engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this crazy fool? <laughs> I never seen no wills like that, crazy fool. <laughs> Trust me, B A. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Mike, what? What's yeah, you? I've already said really. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's the Killdozer story, man. Killdozer story. It's 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 interesting. And apparently, it's there's fun. a major documentary coming out soon called Treads because there isn't a. Docu- oh god, I thought you said Threads. Then. No, no, Treads. Sorry, <laughs> can't yeah, be doing yeah, that again. <laughs> yeah, because um, I thought somewhat shockingly, I couldn't find a single fucking documentary online about it. There was news mm. footage, but I thought, why is there not a duck? But yeah, there is. Apparently, it's coming out soon. Treads. So keep your eyes peeled for that people what I'm more relieved about this week is that I didn't fall down a five hour rabbit hole looking at nuclear explosions <laughs> this is what happened to us last week <laughs> it's happened to me I heard back from the council oh I thought you were on about the actual recording but oh, yeah we 
So yeah, yeah. I heard also. So I think I was in, on the last one. I, I said that I'd um, I went down that far down the rabbit hole. I emailed my local authorities to say, yeah. "What you got? What are you going to do with the event of a nuclear war?" Then? <laughs> and it turns out the reply I was sent was um, that they are fully in accordance with the 2004 Civil Act in these scenarios, and that nuclear shelters are not provided for civilians in our area. What a shock that is! Yeah. So essentially. Build your own or you're fucked. Yeah. And when it says we're in accordance with whatever it was, does that just basically mean, yeah, we have contingency plans to evacuate the leaders? Um, um, yeah, the emergency powers, yeah. things like that, that. We touched on in threads. It probably hasn't changed that. You know, yeah. It's a martial law, yeah. curfews, government mm. controlling the food rations. Someone's in charge of that, life or death powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I, did, do, I did read through mm. the act. Um, earlier and it's it's exactly <coughs> pretty much what we saw in threads yeah. in all fairness they've just updated it a little bit well put terrorism in there i for one want to congratulate you on doing some actual ge- i can't you put in a freedom of information act i've always thought about that but never thought i could actually do it so fair play and you got a fucking answer yeah um it's not a good answer but it's not a comforting answer no no one we expected should well, we think yeah. of some more freedom of information things I'm we thinking can ask? That, 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 um, it could be a feature on the show, well, then. Well, there was that um, famous UFO sighting at RAF Cosford, which is up the road from us. Oh, um, yeah. And I wonder if uh, the council's got anything on that, mm. freedom of information-wise. Send it, let's so see. So I might, uh, I'll, I'll put in something for that. Would they have jurisdiction over a military base? Um, actually, it's already outside their jurisdiction. Can't you request... Territorially as well. Can't you send freedom of information requests to the military? I could send it to the MOD. Whether anyone yeah. would answer it or not, because Nick Pope was the last guy to work the UFO desk. I've always fancied that job. Well, you never know. <laughs> I might attach, Dream big. What I might do is send them... What about that UFO sighting? Because it was a black triangle, which you'll notice Randy Lerner mentions, mm-hmm. that they're, they're ours rather than theirs. theirs. You know, I might put in for that and mm-hmm. say, and if you haven't got a UFO desk guy, consider mm-hmm. me. I've got a podcast and everything. Uh, well, well, I do a podcast and everything. <laughs> I think that could be a very fun, regular feature on the show because there's no number on the amount of freedom of information requests you could send, is there? No, and they have to answer me. Well, there you go. We could we could have one a week. <laughs> Fire away, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll have a look at the... Um, I'll see if there's an MOD thing I can look at and, mm. um, and ask them about that. Don't forget, you are a broadcast journalist. Allegedly so. Yeah, we're not professional ones, but we are ones. It's on my CV. Insert your own adjective here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's Killdozer. Let's do some weird news. Yeah. Weird news. Adolf Hitler's Nazi cutlery goes on sale for £1,000. You know what, I'd buy that if I had the money. <laughs> I'd buy that bread, darling. Um, I, I why think, would you buy it, Ben? Because I just think it would be really well-made cutlery. <laughs> That's and true. It'd have, I wouldn't use it. I'd put it in a case and display it. Um, but I bet it's got little swastikas on the end of stuff. Yeah. It's actually got engraved with initials A and H. Oh, right. Wow. Oh, no swastikas on it. No. Yeah, they have. They've got the Nazi eagle oh, and yeah. swastika. Oh, well, wow. there we go. That's exactly where I thought it was going to be on that on the cutlery as well. So, yeah. Although that knife looks like a butter knife, doesn't it? Oh, mind you, he's a veggie, wasn't he, really? Mm. <laughs> he was, he was a vegetarian. Uh, yeah. Thought meat made him aggressive. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> off the sprouts. <laughs> oh, it says here, you may also want to throw up when you hear that Hitler may have actually used the cutlery himself. The items were part of a special release to commemorate his 50th birthday in April 1939. Oh, so there's a few of them floating about? 
Oh no, they were his personal. No, they were his set. personal ones. Yeah. Cutlery was discovered in a house clearance in Dorset. What the fuck? <laughs> How did it get there? Because they were oh, nicked by a British soldier well, says, who yeah. lived oh. in a house. Yes. Well, it uses the word. They were thought to have been <clears throat> quote acquired by a British soldier who lived in the home. I'll, I'll give you the technical military term for it. Yeah. Looting. Yeah. Punishable <laughs> by shooting. Or oh, it was anyway. I don't know if it still is. Probably yeah. it was in the forties when you're yeah. strolling into a. Ju- Strolling into anyone's home and going, mm, that's a nice bottle of wine, I'll have that. Yeah, well, it was probably thrown on that. The yeah. set was probably, I'm guessing, initially looted by yes. one of the first soldiers to storm the uh, the, the bunker or whatever. Well, and... The Brits invaded northern Germany. That's a fucking, I mean, that's some nice engravement on that cutlery. <laughs> You're helping with the whole fascist I'm not, thing. I'm not saying the symbol's good. But I'm just saying that that's some fine artwork. Look at the way he's waving his arm around. Like. <laughs> it's outstretched in front of him at a right it's angle. Not, it's not at a right angle. He's got a bit of like under the window. <laughs> <laughs> that that shadow does oh. look like a moustache. Come on, you fucking... <laughs> if you had the money, wouldn't you buy something like that? No. No. Really? Well, so, only to sell on. If I thought I could make a profit from it, well, that's another reason. It. But you know, yeah, it's, but it's, I wouldn't have it would to, to be in my collection. Cut with a mass murderer. Because, like it or not, he's one of the most important figures of the 20th century. That's a piece of history. He's quite famous. He is very famous. <laughs> if it was Gandhi's butter knife, I'm not having it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between Gandhi's butter knife and Hitler's cutlery? Just points of view, mate. Points of view. That's the name of Mike's autobiography. <laughs> Gandhi's cutlery. Gandhi's no, butter Gandhi's knife. Butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> My strategy for str- crushing the... For the establishment. We will be as blunt as the butter knife. Mike's guide to revolution. <laughs> Candy's butter knife. <laughs> so you, first of all, you bore them up and then you shank them. <laughs> right in the kidney. Have you already started that Jedi course? Because that was pretty wise, man. <laughs> oh, dear. Fuck it up. Ah, here we go. Auctioneer Richard Brom, Brommel said the cutlery was found at the deceased estate of the retired senior military officer. So someone in Berlin, mm. probably found them and sent them to him as a bit of a gift or a present or something. So some, he's, if, he, if he's like a general or something, he'd have been hobnobbing about, wouldn't he? He'd have got to Berlin. Mm. Maybe, yeah. yeah, he might pinch to himself, whatever. If he wasn't the one who bought them, he might have confiscated or, I mean, not bought them. If he wasn't the one who Chances initially are, stole them, he's I'll, took that off someone lower down. Yeah. I'll look after that's that. It, yeah. Thank you very much. What's that? Well, it says... It was personal cutlery. Uh, I'll have that, thank you, private. Because if you read on a little bit, it says it wasn't on display. He kept it in a drawer. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like it was something he was proud of showing off to everyone, which, you know, thank Well, that's because he looted it. Yeah, well, yeah, possibly, yeah. Or, like you said, confiscated it from someone who did loot it, but... <laughs> I yeah. read a, a great story, actually. It was after the Falklands War, a group of Argentinian officers were touring a British army base, and the regiment involved had fought in the Falklands and taken several souvenirs mm-hmm. should we say and, and they were kept in the mess mm-hmm. and it wasn't until they were literally they were taking these Argentinian officers to the mess for a, a drink after yeah. shit we've got fucking statues of uh, General Gautieri in there he pitched in the Falcons <laughs> get the fuck up there and get him out the way get him out the way <laughs> so looting does go on oh, souvenir taking does go on but yeah, it's a, it's, yeah I like that it's, good on him I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of stories like that it's all part of taking over somewhere, though, isn't it? Just a bit of 
looting. To One be expected. Um, cavalry regiment has got uh, mm. Napoleon's brother's chamber pot as a souvenir. Well, hello. Let's <laughs> you drink out of it. Oh God! Fill it with um, fill it with booze and dip their cups. I hope they've cleaned it. Oh yeah, it's clean. It's taken in like eighteen fourteen. It's been clean since then. I still wouldn't fancy it to be honest. Napoleon's brother pissed in that uh-huh. all the time. Yeah. But they nicked off his carriage when they got to the baggage train. <laughs> they basically he nicked went, his he bob. Went, he went out one door, they came in the other. Oh, look at that, I'll have that. Stole his toilet. <laughs> he stole his toilet. <laughs> he had nowhere to piss. <laughs> yeah, I'd, imagine, I'd imagine it was his pants because he was getting chased down by dragoons. Yeah, yeah. There is <laughs> uh, that. Yeah. So, there you go. Hitler's cutlery. Only a £1,000, in all fairness. £1,000 each. Oh. The hall includes two knife, fork and spoon sets worth 1,000 each and a single fork and small spoon sold together valued at 400. So, yeah, yeah it's not going to set the world on fire, but... No, but it's a piece of history. I'd certainly consider yeah. owning something like that. I wouldn't put it on, maybe not put it on display, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stick to... Collect- the rest of your Nazi paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'll stick to collectively transformers and things. I'm a historian, yeah. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that fucking priest in Father Ted, isn't he? He's got an old Nazi living under his cupboard. <laughs> uh, right, what's next in the world of, world of weird? <laughs> Bizarre moment it rains octopus as freakish storm sucks creatures out of sea. And we all know octopuses wow. are aliens. What yeah. a vision of hell. There's actually a picture of a flying octopus. No, no way. <laughs> that's that's got to be photoshopped. It says... Octopuses and other sea creatures fell onto cars. Imagine, that's like a horror film. You're driving along and a fucking octopus slaps onto the window screen. <laughs> Through the windscreen. Well, yeah, probably and dies en route. Oh, God. Or dies on your face. Yeah. Or you die as it's on your face. You're literally knocked out and the octopus is dead and he's covering your face. Well, like no, a face hugger. Yeah. Well, they're so intelligent, they'd probably take the wheel. Yeah. So they didn't crash and kill you both. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, human. <laughs> <laughs> And I've got a lovely image in my head of an octopus driving a car. He's going off arms. <laughs> <laughs> and he can stand up to see over the wheel. Yeah. Oh, I, I think octopuses are kind of cute. Um, cartoon ones, but no, real, real ones make me want to puke them myself. No, I quite like them. I'd have an octopus. Well, I you told go. you I'm going, to be, I'm going to befriend octopuses at SeaWorld and then they, they'll make me their king. They let uh, themselves out of tanks and go for a little mooch. They're fucking horrible. Yeah, when they're, walking on jam their, when they're walking on four legs and they've got two samurai swords and mm. two two guns, laser guns in the other forearms. Well, they are. And I'm their king. king. You're not going to be their king. I'm going to be their king. They're going to love me. <laughs> Should we have the fucking story? <laughs> Drivers were left stunned as octopuses and starfish began raining down onto their cars during a freaky storm. Sorry, can I just say starfish? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Sorry. The creatures, along with mollusks and shellfish. Yeah, that's fun were sucked out of the sea and dumped along with heavy rain and hail. Photos posted on social media show the marine life stuck to car windscreens <laughs> after violent weather battered the Chinese coastal city of Qingdao. Oh, man. There is literally a starfish on a window. Yeah. Oh, it's a car, yeah. Mm. Well, well, yeah, that would freak me out. It was hurricane-force winds, 78 miles an hour. Mm. Yeah. It says the hellish winds. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Coupled with heavy rain and hail, shattered windows caused widespread destruction throughout the city. And it had octopuses in it. Yeah. Imagine that fucking whole street sign has just come down. That's, mm. that's kind of shit. Mm. That is a serious fucking storm to me. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Wow. Well, that would have freaked me out. 
Look at those. It looks like it's been hit by bullets. We're looking those at a building that is riddled with holes. Looks like Rambo's. No, I think they're mollusks. No, no, they're holes from the hail, yeah. I think. Yeah, the, wa the, the, the Wallace building was damaged yeah. during the storm. Oh, right. Flinging bits does, of material. It does building. literally look like someone... It looks like you asked Rambo to do like <laughs> your, your paint work for you. <laughs> Chip that paint off for me, Rambo. It's far uh, an M60 at it repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't using no chisel. <laughs> yeah, it, wow. I'm glad we live here. Apparently it's happened three years in a row. Fuck. Oh man, those poor octopuses. Maybe it's all the fucking pollution they insist on, like, thrusting skywards. Yeah, yeah I mean, did you read, the, I think it's Beijing, where they um, they actually have a big screen mm. that shows the sunrise because the sky is so polluted in the morning, oh, Lord. you can't see the sunrise. So the sun comes up and burns some of it off, you get to see this fucking sun. And you know a lot of Chinese buy fresh air from Canada. Wow. Jars of fresh air. To, like, suck in, yeah. like, oh, fresh air. There's wow. a fucking business opportunity. It's like $8 yeah. a jar, fresh air, from the... What's stopping us doing that? We yeah. put it in plastic We've, we bags. got the top of the reeking. Mm. Fill some jars, just weigh them about. Well, we don't even need jars, we use bags and it's so light. Think of the postage costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With next to nothing. Fucking hell, we've come up with some money spinning ideas we this have. episode. Demon boys. busters and, yeah. and boys of the apocalypse fresh air. Yeah. Fresh from the hills of Shropshire, but they don't know we've done it in our back garden in Telford. <laughs> no, let's be honest for a bit. Fuck that. <laughs> the club the fucking Regan. <laughs> <laughs> Collecting fresh air. It's for the international listeners and anyone not from Telford. That's a very large hill in our local vicinity, which people walk up for exercise and health reasons. And oh, I like walk uh, Me too, about once a year, but there's people that do it every so morning. So imagine if you see someone you know, you walk in, what you do, you fill in your bags. Jars. What are you doing? Get some fresh air, top the reeking. What do you think I'm doing? I'm saying it's a Chinese people. They're going to call Eight quid a bottle, mate. Eight quid a bag. The men in white coats will be there. It's better than selling your used underwear to the what? Japanese. You get more money for air. They'll call the police, say there's a weirdo on the rampage on the reeking. There's plenty of weirdos up the reeking. Yeah, I guess. I slept up there once. Yeah. It was horrible. I was only a kid. Really froze to fucking death. I think I was, the, I was in the scouts and stepped to the campsite mm. on the other side, I think. Oh, I had no side. tent, no equipment. Me and my friend at the time, we were so naive. We went up there with a shitload of beer and basically nothing else. We were so naive, it was summer, but we didn't realise how fucking ridiculously cold it's going to get overnight and wet. Yeah, shorts. Uh, more or less, yeah. And uh, we, we didn't sleep a wink. We just sat there shivering like fucking talking all night. And, and this, <laughs> the, even more tragic, I'll never forget how naive I was. I was able to get served in Aldi despite being only 16 and I thought, this is amazing. I, and I'd never been in Aldi and seen how cheap it was before. It was all new to me. But a giant crate of beer, dirt cheap. We fucking lugged it all the way up to the top of the Reekin. We were drinking away for a while. And, you know, we're only 16. We are expecting to be smashed. I looked down at it. It was oh, like fucking... No, it's 2%. Hey. Oh. Is it Harold, King of the Brits? Something like that. What is that little strength? French bottle of beer you get? Then? Yeah. You, you just drink and, in the stubby bottles and you just drink yeah. and drink and drink and drink and nothing happens. So we essentially were just pissing all night and weren't drunk and didn't sleep. So yeah, anyway, that's my reeking story. <laughs> Back to the podcast. I once, a, I once found a pentagram burned into the earth of the reeking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was like someone had literally marked it out in petrol and then set it on fire. Well, if you go so it was fairly to... big? It was pretty right. big. It was on the yeah. ground, yeah. It was, wow. it was in the grass, yeah. It was... That was some sort of ritual, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, sorry, we're doing something up there. Well, mm. if you go back to our episode, Satanism, we figured out that the, the largest Nazi mm. occult 
Satanist. Satanist fucking group live in Shropshire, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't talk to journalists. Not, something no. in the ninth circle or something. Or? Something like that. Listen to the episode, you'll find out. Yeah. yeah. We can't remember either. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember two episodes ago. Never mind fucking what happened. Never exactly. mind. That. that was an early one. Do we have another? Yeah, um, one bit of news. One more. News. Sex robot <laughs> will turn down steamy romps if it's not in the mood. Well, then what's the fucking <laughs> point? That's not the point of them. I've got a girlfriend for that. <laughs> In the not too distant future, you could cuddle up to your cyber sex goddess only to receive the automated response saying she has a headache. I have a, <laughs> I have a headache. Not tonight, dear. What do you think that would do to your self-esteem? Exactly. <laughs> I can't even get my robot sex toy to fuck me. Sophia's going to knock you back. <laughs> well, she knocked back Will Smith. Oh, well, what chance have you got then? Exactly. Hey, come on. I'm, a, I'm in Will Smith's league. I'm a broadcast fucking journalist. Yeah, and I've got a cult. <laughs> you with got members. You've got one member. And me. Two, two, two plural. members. Plural. Plural. <laughs> Two members. Love robots have been invented with the intelligence to go on strike and shut down completely if pestered were not in the oh room. What's God. the point of that? Though? Exactly. Sexbot Samantha's ability to say no was demonstrated to an audience of stunned academics at one of the UK's leading science villages. I stunned. do not want to fuck in front of all these people. <laughs> That's what it was. She's a bit self-conscious. <laughs> The robot has sensors hidden under her skin so she can respond to affection like a real life human. Well, it's not, though, is it? <laughs> but she also has a revolutionary electronic brain which puts her in charge in the bedroom. Well, why do I want that? Well, some men want the self-esteem to be destroyed. Ah, uh, that's true. But uh, you'd imagine your average man who oh, needs man. one doesn't want that. Imagine if you're like, you get off on being a cook. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a cook old. Mm-hmm. So... You buy a robot that turns you down for sex. <laughs> when you just, but you could just ask normal women, regular human women, for that, and they turn you down. Yeah, but you could do it organically. Maybe you can get like um, like a dominant robot. And that's what this point is. Maybe this is like a dom robot. Yeah. That like will turn you down. No, 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 not doing it tonight. I'm You're a little gonna... bit distracted. I'm sorry, Ben. There's a shadow on the wall behind you that looks like a fat man's penis. <laughs> it's, the, you... it's the microphone. Oh, and, yeah. and the and the the, um, pop, the spit guard. <laughs> it's also. <laughs> What's it look like? <laughs> Looks like, a looks like a fat man's penis. Uh, I'm going so to gonna be so careful. I'm going to be so careful. I have to put my That's face anywhere near that. No. I control you massively with a photo. Uh, sorry, that's very visual. And this is an audio medium, but yeah. you have to trust me, listener. It was. A, it is the, very distracting. The, the, the sunlight is coming through the one window in, in Mike's flat, and, and it's reflecting. It's it's sh- shining on my microphone and the spit guard, and. Um, it looks does look like a dong. <laughs> very easily. Can we close that curtain? I, don't. No, I just need to grow up and stop looking at the dong shadow. <laughs> Can we close the curtain? That would stop oh, is things. It, is it in your eyes? It, it, it's, it's shadowing a dong next to my head. So I'm not going to take a picture. Just carry on. Uh, <laughs> Samantha is built to please with motorized hands, hips, and other body parts. And a face which bears a sneaking resemblance to Jennifer Lopez. Oh, Jennifer Lopez! I like her. She has been designed to purr like a kitten and whisper endearments, but only if stimulated the correct way. You are doing it wrong. A microcomputer inside her plastic skull can also remember previous interactions with her employer to improve future experiences. She can also be switched between family, romantic and sex settings 
including an ultra raunchy, extra naughty level, depending on what you had in mind for the evening. Well, I know what setting mine would be on. <laughs> Family, little <laughs> bit of incest. <laughs> Oh, wait, it doesn't mean that. What's, fa- <laughs> What's the family setting, then? Um, where she's probably just PG and doesn't do anything. Oh, so if you take her around to visit your mum and dad, she won't try and suck she won't, you she off. Try, she won't talk about sex. She'll just right. make conversation, I suppose. She won't say... Oh, limited conversation. Take me in the ass right now. Oh, no, she's an extra naughty setting. <laughs> I'm sorry, mother. <laughs> I mean, we do she, the Arctic she was... rolling again? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Samantha, oh, is the name of the thing. And the name of the, I don't want to say thing. Um, <laughs> it is a thing. Already exists as a prototype, but is expected to go into mass production soon with a £3,600 price tag. She was invented by Spanish scientist Dr. Sergi Santos and his very understanding wife of 16 years, Maritza Kisamitaki? That'll do. Yeah. Well. The thing is, you're going to end up with Westworld, these things get more sophisticated, mm-hmm. but you can't tell the difference, and we're all going to spend, like, stupid amounts of money going to Westworld, we or should, Samurai World, we or should whichever read the worlds the, have got. Sorry, we should read the last little bit just to, be, to, to explain. Uh, the emergence of sex robots and ultra-realistic love dolls has outraged those who complain the silicon bimbos are demeaning to women. So the couple decided to give Samantha a mind of her own with responses that can be impatient and irritable as well as charming. But I bet those same females who are complaining mm. won't be moaning when they bring out a male one that can just, like, keep... has got a robotic penis. They don't need them. They've got little robot penises they keep under the bed. Yeah, but... They don't need a full man. Yeah, but this thing it just won't go down. It'll be powered mm. for ages. I mean, they'd look... They'd, there's no too much beer scenario, as you alluded well, to earlier, Gaz. I have no problems in that department, um, <laughs> as previously stated. The thing is, though, if you could get that male robot to cook and clean, they'd probably love it, and we would be replaced quite quickly. Well, well the human, if, if you sex robots actually take off, mm-hmm. and then it comes to the point where, they have. where they're affordable for That's your true. average working man, the human race will die mm-hmm. out anyway, because no one's going to need to leave the house, are they? This could be our downfall because the nature of, I'm no expert, but sort of the nature of economics is technology does become cheaper, doesn't it, as it yeah. develops. and It, blah, blah, blah. it gets so, smarter, it gets easier to yeah. produce. So every person that's alone in the world, maybe for a, like a bargain price, like buying a, uh, a second-hand let's say, car. Let's say it goes down to like 1,200 quid yeah, in, in, a grand in five thing, years' yeah. time. Then a lot more people will have them. You're right, that might have an adverse effect on pregnancy and repopulation. That yeah. could be. They Maybe they don't kill us in an uprising. We just extinct ourselves. Yeah. Maybe we evolve, we lose through evolution the ability to have potent sperm. Because oh, we're children, not... children of men style scenario? Yes. Mm. God, Clive Owen's a fucking that's awful a... actor. But that's a brilliant film though, isn't it? It's an alright film. I, like I, film. I just hate Clive Owen. Ah, I don't know, it doesn't... I think he's got no charisma. He's got no presence on screen. When he did that he King Arthur, hard, though. when he did that King Arthur film, have you ever seen that? I don't think so. No. Uh, you've got a good supporting cast. Ray, um, what's his name? Um, Ray, the Cockney chap. Oh, um, Mears. <laughs> no. Um, Ray Winston. Winston. Ray Winston. Ray, Ray Winston. <laughs> Ray Winston plays. Where did I come from? <laughs> well, Ray Mears is a survivalist. <laughs> But uh, you know, you got Ray Winston, and Clive Owen as King Arthur, and he had just like no presence whatsoever, no charisma, no presence. And I think it's the same with every film he's ever been in. Well, there you go. I have, an irrational, I have an irrational hatred for Clive Owen's performance. You have an irrational hatred of a lot of things, Ben. Not necessarily; they're all justified. Yeah. 
in my mind. Maybe. Okay. So um, can we call a piss before we do full Alex? Yeah. And we'll wrap yeah. this bad boy up. Yeah. And we are back from a bit of an extended piss break where we fell in love with a Rocky saga all over again. Mike was just sat here looking confused. Mike sat, Mike sat here smoking dope and me and Ben just went on a, ra- a Rocky Balboa love fest. 20 minute Rocky Balboa love fest. <laughs> I tell you what, though, for 17, you're fucking good in that film. Yeah. <laughs> you're Ben, we did it! <laughs> right. Right, is it time for... Never go for Alex. The yeah. internet's the most popular game show in this flat. Yeah. Should we give an explanation then of what it what it right. is? Right. So basically, Mike finds a random weirdo from the internet, <laughs> and then we compare that to an Alex Jones rant, and we decide who has gone more full Alex. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for that reply, Alex. <laughs> I'll meet you in Dorley Town Hall. You can sleep on me sober if you want after. Oh. <laughs> Can I come round? Because I really want to get high with him. Uh, I don't think he gets high. Oh, he does. does. Yeah. On the Joe Rogan show, he just smoked dope and drank whiskey. It was was brilliant. Then he started going on a rant about interdimensional paedophilic fucking demons. I'll tell you what, you come round with him and get high and drunk, and then we'll have the fight. Before the fight, yeah. Yeah, You see, you might be in with a chance then. I'll be in with a chance anyway. He's a fat 50 year old. man. You're delusional. He's not going to have me on a train killer. Right. (laughs) Let's go for Alex. Let's go for Alex. Insert intro music here. Have we got a theme tune for this one? Yeah. Oh yeah, we have. Sorry, I'm being a dick. Play the theme tune. <laughs> Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Right, who's this then? This uh, it's is... um, Cat Kerr. RWW News uh, took authority over Hawaii's Kilauea. Kilauea volcano. She's got pink hair and she's wearing an American flag. Please tell me RWW is something like real world wrestling. Right wing watch. Oh, okay. oh this is some not as much fun. <laughs> so she's obviously right wing. Or they think she is. Right wing watch thinks she's. Yeah. That's okay. Sort of... I think she's a dangerous lunatic. Yeah, basically. Well, she's got pink hair and an American flag around usually her neck. The pink she's hair, a goddamn terrorist. The pink hair usually comes in the left. Yeah, Remember that everything's baby, mixed up. That baby consent woman. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's hear what she's got to say. So we're going to speak against the volcano also, and so we say uh, we take power over all the power of the enemy, trying to use that volcano in any way to bring destruction. We command the host of heaven to go and begin to affect the lava flow, the direction of the lava flow, because we don't want it flowing towards people's homes or in general in areas where people are living. There's some parts of the island that don't, they don't have people on there. So I want the host to redirect that lava flow and begin to shred it. I know that sounds wild, but let me tell you, they are sent for us to command. We're gonna see what is happening, gonna happen, because this is something new we have authority over volcanoes. We have authority over earthquakes. We can tell them that they're not going to shake the earth, that they won't bring destruction to the people. We can even tell them to stop. Christ, stop the storm. So while we're taking power and authority over the devil, controlling that volcano, people will be laughing about this. I totally ignore them. Just ignore them. They don't know what they're saying, and they don't even know what's going on. They don't understand spirit realm authority. They don't understand that Jesus made us join heirs, but I do. So I take authority over that volcano. I command it to cease exploding, 
shooting out the lava, let the pressure be released, but without any destruction to people. I command that lava, you will stop flowing and you will crystallize before you touch any more people or the properties. In Jesus' name, we have the host of heaven up there shredding that stuff and we're commanding it to cease and cease in Jesus' name because we have the right to use that. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. <laughs> um, you know what? I want to put her theory to the test very simply. Yep. Let's take her to Hawaii, mm -hmm. put her in front of that lava flow, and let her shout at it for a bit, and then when it sets her legs on fire, <laughs> it'll be like scene from, um, oh, what's that, Tommy Lee oh. Jones from Volcano, <laughs> right? where that guy jumps into the lava. We just see her slowly melt until mm. there's nothing left but pink hair, which then sets on fire, and we go, hmm. Maybe we don't have authorities over volcanoes. <laughs> yes. That's my take on it. I, I think it's a sensible take, then. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, for the first good chunk of her speech, I was thinking, I haven't got a fucking clue what this woman is babbling about. Like, I literally didn't understand what she was talking about. I clogged on somewhere in the, near the middle that she's she controls the volcanoes. And, um, and we can tell earthquakes to stop. Oh, so during an eight on the Richter scale, yeah. stop! When, when she's in, like... I, I'd have loved her to have been at like Fukushima in Japan. She was asleep. She was asleep. They had that made, you know, eight point something tsunami, 300 foot tsunami coming at her. I command you to stop in the name of the Lord. Ah! <laughs> 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 yeah, um, pretty much. Batshit crazy, if you ask me. Yeah. Lunatic. But let's just. I, I will fucking put some money up for her going to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, we could start a Kickstarter campaign. Let's put it to the test. That's what we should do, boys, right? Mm -hmm. We should start Kickstarter campaigns for these numpties who think they've got this sort of power. So they could go prove it. Yeah. So they can go and prove it. That sounds like an idea to me. We may be paying for their death, but... Well, it's... Well, Evolution. It's, our next episode is the Darwin Awards. Yeah, survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. These people, as oh, I no. said last week, remember, probably shouldn't be allowed. Remember, to. Ben, I'm sorry to do this to you, but... The Darwin is not the next episode, because although we're recording it in the past as we're speaking now yeah. um in the um continuum of time in the podcast uploading we're actually speaking now from the future so the darwin <laughs> awards isn't coming up next it's already happened yeah oh well it's, it's being released next <laughs> yeah but we're in a time paradox this. yeah when they oh yeah this. shit yeah of course <laughs> sorry as we found <laughs> out from the darwin awards episode we're so high <laughs> <laughs> as we found out from the darwin awards episode <laughs> evolution baby <laughs> Survival of the fish. Didn't I say last week that these people shouldn't be allowed to live anymore? Or something Probably. along those lines. Probably. You Some usually wish people. Yeah, I say you usually wish death upon people. <laughs> Sometimes it's me. <laughs> no, I've never wished death on you. We'd have to find a new host for a start. I'm a bit pain in the ass. It's just long enough to find you. <laughs> I can't think of anyone I've got my head to replace you with. I'm irreplaceable then. No, because I haven't found anyone better. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be one of them saddos on those like, groups. Oh, we'll take any host with you. Like, um, it's like Starship Troopers. You're the Sergeant Gaz until you're dead or I find someone better. <laughs> yes, sir. So, we, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> should, we, should we hear what Alex has got to say? Let's see, let's see what Alex has got to say. Oh my god, everyone knows elites marry horses. <laughs> <laughs> great title, isn't it? It's a great title. Oh lord. I mean, it's like the Southern Poverty Law Center and um, the White House mouthpiece, the mouth of Sauron, Media Matters. <laughs> 
came out last week and said, you know, Fox News, CNN, picking up Alex Jones's conspiracy theory that they're letting illegals in. Letting them in? Hell, they're paying to ship them wherever they want to go. I mean, I have it in triplicate. Ice whistleblowers, emergency managers of major cities, video of it. I mean, you think I just get up here and say hydrofluorosilicic acid will reduce your child's IQ by at least 10 points, Harvard study? You think I just made that up? Yes. <laughs> Seven-fold increase in bone cancer? You think I just, I did not making jack crap up, okay? I'm not making nothing up. Everybody knows, that's another cliche, but it really is true, that elites kill their own family members, marry their horses, uh, dress up like werewolves and tear children's throats out, sacrifice children on fire lighters, bloody altars, giant wars, uh, make everyone worship them as God, and then become so psychopathic they commit suicide. I mean, if you study ancient corrupt societies in Rome, you name it, though, it would end up basically that if the leader or group of leaders had nuclear weapons, they would detonate them just so they could destroy the earth. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> so what the fuck was he on about? I don't know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing, they kill their wives, they kill their families, they marry their horses, they sacrifice them on bloody altars. What was the werewolf They bit? dress up as werewolves and cut children's throats. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, I thought the other one was talking batshit crazy, but I like Alex on this one. I think he's took the biscuit, to be yeah. honest. I mean, oh, I don't know, actually, no, because we know the elites do some weird shit. We've seen the video, what's it called? Grove. Oh, Bohemian Grove, yeah. I mean, they're not ripping throats out, but they are having a bit of a weird old time. I didn't see anyone marry a horse. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think Alex might have picked it, in my opinion. <sighs> Oh, look, I think, yeah, I think Alex's werewolf horse marrying family <laughs> sacrificed. I mean, she's crazy. Oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. She's a close second. But, you know, I think Alex has got a pip it this week. Just literally by her nose. Hey. Oh. Get you. Is that the king of puns? It's the first one in the episode. Must be. Oh, I guess so. I'll take that crone. Take it. What are you saying, Mike? Yeah, man, you got to go with Alex and that. <laughs> I think that about sums up a lovely, another wonderful episode. Absolutely. It's coming home. <laughs> Football's coming home. We need a John oh, Barnes. We'll get taken off a... We need a John Barnes rap. <laughs> hey. Mike, can you put the John Barnes rap in here? <laughs> Catch me if you can, because I'm an England man. Get round the back. <laughs> Three lions on my chest. Three leopards, Leo. technically. Oh, get you. I'll we'll have to change the whole fucking the song. Whole, the whole nickname of the three lions and the, mm. the songs are wrong. It's it's actually three leopards, they're not lions. Uh, yeah, that's true, yeah. But they look like lions. Yeah, but that's because they're heraldic and no one had a fucking clue what a lion looked like when they drew it. That's a new word on me, heraldic. What does that mean? It means like a griffin is a griffin oh. is like a heraldic beast. Okay. They thought they existed, so they just drew what they thought oh, they looked like. Okay. But when they, when they, they were guessing. When they were knocking the lions up, yeah, they're like someone has in a picture of something or other. Like, oh mm -hmm. yeah, someone in a picture of a lion or a drawing mm -hmm. of a lion. Oh yeah, that'll do. But it's actually leopards. Well, fucking three leopards, leopards on a shirt. It's coming home. It is fire up the hype train, baby. Mm -hmm. Oop oop. All aboard. 
So yeah, um, I th- should we should we? When this up? comes out, we're gonna be out. You know? Oh yeah, we're yeah, really yeah, so yeah, depressed. Yeah. Yeah. The hype train will be over, and we'll be like fucking wank. Over like, the fuck, hype train will have derailed and but, crashed into a school, <laughs> and burst into flames, <laughs> and we'll all be miserable and dead. Yeah. And here's here's what it looks like if the the train had crashed into a school full of bunnies. (laughs) (laughs) But for now, the hype train is on full speed, top gear. Let's just go for it. Enjoy it while it lasts. Cheers, mate. Spliff politics. Yeah, spliff politics happening. So, yeah, I would say... um, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, what are we doing? Let's just say that we're wrapping up and uh, that's been the Killdozer. Yep. Um, Do go and look at a picture of it. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And, um, yeah, that's it. So I'm going to be. I'm going to say I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavor aid. Don't join a cult. Unless it's mine. I've been Gaz, and I will say good night and free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out, and may the force be with you. <laughs> yeah, you haven't passed yet. What if you fail your exams? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't pass basic lightsaber training. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. Anyway, that's it. It's coming home. Good night. Good night.